This is Melcast 3.0. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Meltology is a monthly comics jam at Meltdown every third Tuesday of the month. Here's how it works. Show up at Meltdown at 7 p.m. and draw a page of whatever you want. At 9.30 p.m., we'll collect all the art, and there's a $3 printing cost. When you come to the next month's comic jam, you'll get a complete zine with everyone's contributions inside. There is no set theme and all skill levels are welcome. The upcoming Comics Jam dates are October 20th, November 17th, and December 15th. Last but not least, Meltology contributors get 10% off their Meltdown purchase on the night of the event. Go to at Melt underscore Thology on Twitter or Facebook if you have any specific questions. Ask for Chuck. Comic-Con in a box, Loot Crate. This is a monthly subscription service where, because of their iconic partners, each box is packed with exclusive items. There are different plans to suit your needs, and when you enter the promotional code MELTDOWN, you get $3 off your crate. Check it out at LootCrate.com. Melt You, the school at Meltdown where they teach you the skills to make comic books. Some of the current classes include Creating Comics, drawing comics for kids, and the art of inking. Coming soon, there will be classes for short film writing, drawing basics, and kids make zines. Go to MeltComics.com and enroll now. Do you like to binge read your comics? Are you having trouble tracking down all the back issues of your favorite comics? The answer is Comics Fix. Comics Fix is a monthly digital subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and read as much as your heart desires. Go to comicfix.com and check it out. The first month is free. Other Meltdown programming. We have podcasts such as History of the Batman, weekly topic-based discussions about all things Batman, The Disney Click, where everything in the Magic Kingdom is discussed, and two new podcasts coming soon, Pod Sequentialism, and On Some Hip Hop Explicative, that starts with I'm not going to explain it. Video podcasts such as Digital Lizards of Doom. That's Digital Lizards of Doom. Meltdown's very own YouTube show where Gabe, Dan, and uh, Gabe and Dan explore all aspects of pop culture. That's that's it. This mic is catching so much of my spit. Yeah. Feel sorry for whoever sits right in front of the Nerdist logo. Hey, guys. This is Melcast 3.0. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Had to unplug Aristotle because he was being I was waiting for you to come in. He was being too fucking abusive with that soundboard. I was waiting for you to come in. Take it away from him for five minutes. (laughs) Go sit in the corner. No. No one puts baby in a corner. Or Aristotle. (laughs) Everyone. Ask Todd Glass. Ask Todd Todd Glass? Glass? If anyone puts me in it. Guys, we got a guest today. Fabulous. Thank you so much for that. The Meltcast. The Podcast. Meltcast. We steal your shit. Um, <laughs> hijacking in progress. Oh. But it's out right. there. It's, it's uh, public domain, I'm assuming. Yeah. 
isn't anything anymore. No, not really. King Kong is. That's is true. It? And Frankenstein. Best of, we, I thought we had that Universal I know we did. We have. Oh. Uh, is they the, have they is the Noah story? Look. We should create. Uh, we like should the Bible. Yeah. We should make one like giant story with nothing but public domain characters, like as many good ones as we can get. And happy birthday! So now, right? yeah. yeah, is it? Right? Yeah, it so. is again. Yeah, <gasps> thankfully, just King Kong Lord. singing Happy Birthday to, to Frankenstein. Uh, to, to Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> to Frankenstein. We can I'd make this happen. For that. Yeah, right? yes. oh. This is Eddie. This is Jeanette. This is Derek. This is Aristotle. <laughs> This is Michael Levine. Oh, sorry. And on the show with us today, a proactive guest that introduces himself. I wish more guests were like more like you. Yeah, I know. Right? I want to just look on. at us for direction, and we're like, "Fuck it." Like, you're yeah. a human. You can do stuff. Yeah. May, may I say, by the way, it is an absolute honor to be here. And uh, my first day in Los Angeles, I walked to here from Koreatown. Uh, because I knew wow. I was like being a podcast fan. I was just like I know all the comedies here and all the comics are here. You were sweaty. Yeah, I was very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> you were sweaty. It was September. No it was a problem. Yeah. Was Derek at the counter? Because then that would be another moment of like. Uh, oh, where oh, he yeah, witnessed a first. I There's... think it was Josh, and I was like, "Oh, the comic people here are sexy." <laughs> <laughs> not don't, that I'm not saying that with don't, you. Don't tell him. Have you have you seen Derek's abs? But. Let's see him. He, he looked into my coming. eyes when saying that. Yeah. I was like, I think I've seen my own abs recently. Um, you can pull they up exist. the athletic. We all have abs. I don't. Everyone has it's abs. okay, Derek. I, no, they're buried. So Derek you plays, all have them. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. You don't know this, but Derek plays Green Lantern uh, for DC's. Yeah, but Roger, the, Roger. the abs, the abs um, aren't because of I'm training for that role to be like ripped. They actually put me in a in a plush suit. <laughs> Do they really? Do yeah, add, add but more with abs? a bad ass like symbol oh. that magnetizes to my chest, Ooh. and I power up. Wait, this isn't real. This is real. This is real. Yeah. So rather than like a sewn on, did you know that? that no. Did you know Derek was Green Lantern? Derek, I always downplay the fact. Green yeah, I am. Actually. I thought we were just like I'm, joking I'm friends. that you are. I'm friends no. with. In the same way that Disney has its magic, and like you're always friends with right. the character. You're just I'm friends, friends with, with Green, Green Lantern. Lantern, but uh, I'm really close friends with Hal. You just know him real well. Yeah, but like maybe not way, say it in that tone. In the same way that his Asian sidekick used to be friends with him yeah, in the comics. Yeah. We all remember that. What was that sidekick named? I can't remember. Okay. I, I do, just, yeah. but we don't need to. What was it? Say it. It's, it's his name. It's okay. Is the spirit had a sidekick too, remember? Spiders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What was that? They changed I, it later on. I don't even know how that's racist, but it feels so racist. <laughs> yes. it's like it's like it's like when uh, Clint Eastwood is going zipper head, and it's like what? Like I had oh. to look up what that like meant. meant. What did is, you did you ever watch that in, movie in Gran Torino? Torino. We're right. just Torino. throwing out Rachel slurs. Well, Gran Torino lost me when you hear him singing the song Gran Torino as the Gran <sighs> oh. Torino pulls away in the movie Gran yeah. Torino. But, yeah. yes. but that's a, that's a throwback so, to um from what I've been told and from what certain things on the internet have told me is that it's when they would get run over with the tanks in their face. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's Ouch. fucking bad. Hold on. We have had like this weird <laughs> tradition of getting real racist like real right. quick. Nope. Yeah, it's not a tradition. It's not a tradition. <laughs> yeah. Zero to racism. We need to not no do this anymore. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Where do you stand on sand people? <laughs> I, I was going to keep it to my own and jump in with the explanation for what kike means. Oh, oh, no. oh please. We, yeah. Have we had any um, nope. uh, Jew, Jewish comrades? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I hope like, so. Oh. No, it's like it's not as gruesome as that. But um, when Jews would show up to Ellis Island and they wouldn't speak English, mm-hmm. when they had to write their name, they didn't want to write a, a X because that looked like a cross. So they wrote a circle, and the Yiddish word for circle is kaiken. So it's basically just calling someone an illiterate immigrant. Oh, really? You're not going to run over them with a fucking tank. No, yeah. The Jews are one point ahead on this one, and then we'll (laughs) we'll tell the scores as we go. That was bad, too. I was like, like, why would... What? That makes no sense. Because when I heard in the movie, I was like, wow, like getting to a level of racism where you just shout things at someone that... It's, it makes I mean, no sense, and then someone's like, "No, it's what you they would do." And I was like, "Oh gook. shit!" And it's, yeah. yeah, it sounds like a fun one. Like "gook" but, sounds ugly, but yeah, like yeah. "zipperhead" that could be affectionate. "Gook" sounds like something that you would like they would pour on Cook. you in Nickelodeon. Oh my like, god! Like yeah. back in the nineties, gack and the gook. You're garbage. <laughs> I think his like justification Dude, for being able to say racist. stuff like that is like, well, I was also letting them say shit to me too. It was like an exchange. It was like, I'd, she'd say something, I'd say something back. Just, let, let me just, sing. I want to sing any, in the end. Does anyone have some hot water and I lemon? Sing. I just thought I could swallow. I just, I just want somebody to get me a prop baby so Bradley Cooper can just <laughs> jiggle his arm. That's another movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I can't even weird. get my catalog right. <laughs> like, why? Why CG a baby? That was. Uh, Wait, what movie Because was I'm that? never... Was, uh, Edward! Sniper. Edward! I'm never gonna get behind schedule, movie. okay? Ever. Not for you. Not for that baby? Not, not for any of your family. Not for a fucking baby? Not, not, not for any of your family. Okay, <laughs> Edward. No one. Oh my god. Clint Eastwood, everyone. It's been the Clint Eastwood racism movie. hour. Yes. Like I said, where's, such an where's honor that to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where the, the, where the magic happens. Yeah, um, definitely. How do we... Yes, yes. Did it start? <laughs> how do we get on that? Jeez, how did that happen? So, what is this I'm going to blame me, but I... Yeah. No, we'll lay out a map. It's pie head to zipper head to, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, kike to We, we went yeah. from Derek's Green Lantern, you know that, right? Racism! But I don't... Than this. <laughs> let's, let's just move on. Now you know what my life is sometimes. Anyway, uh, the reason that Mike is here is because... Uh, He's he has written book. a book. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the book? I would absolutely love to. Uh, it's a hardcover Dr. Seuss parody called Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat. And it's about uh, flesh-eating bacteria and refusing medical treatment and other great ideas. <laughs> uh, it makes a wonderful gift. It's out this Wednesday. Okay. And we will be having it in store. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, I read the book. I think we, we all yeah, definitely. We all well, I, I, I appreciated the the, the PDF that we were yes, sent, um, awesome. and uh, I was just curious, like what what came first? Just being like, I wanted to do a Dr. Seuss parody, mm-hmm. or did the subject matter? And uh, tell us a little bit about right. what the parody is. Go a little more. Yeah. Well, what there's your process. There's kind of the well. <laughs> speaking of which, there's like two versions of the story. One where I come off like a cool writer, and one mm-hmm. where it's like. Why did I write about this that I discovered later? <laughs> right. Um, so the basic version of what happened is uh, there is a, a comedy anthology called The Devastator, which is now Devastator Press. And we have that in yeah. store. Oh, and they are the absolute They're best. Awesome. I can't say enough yeah. good things about them. And the books that are coming out this year that are not mine are even better. Um, 
but I such a nice guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw them at Chicago Comics, and it was a Michael Kupperman cover, and I think Michael Kupperman's the funniest person on earth. Shout out to Chicago. Oh yeah, and uh, Chicago. I just cold emailed them, and I said, "Hey, can I can I pitch for you?" And they were like, "Sure, yeah." That was pretty qualified, and uh, it was the Apocalypse issue, hmm. and so all Apocalypse themed, and I knew that everyone else was going to have some like burned, rusted out future dystopia yeah. thing. So I thought, what's the most colorful thing I can possibly do? <laughs> and Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat like just just popped in there, and then I had the pitch, and I was ready to go. And it appeared on their back cover, so it looked like a book. And then at conventions, fans started asking for that book. And so they, they, pitched, the, they pitched it as a hardcover collection to me. At LA Riot Fest. Nice. And so, yeah, that was. <laughs> You're like, there's so, a yeah. So they were like feeding you with, like, we want you, you did this, mm-hmm. now we want you to make this. More. Yeah. We and want then, it yeah, to grow into this. <laughs> no expand on this. Right. Yes. There's three little stories in there there's Oh, the Flesh You Will Eat, there's Green Eczema, and there's If I Ran the Quarantine. Yeah. So yeah, all all very affectionately done, all very bright, and my my whole heart is in this book. So I'm I could very feel happy it. it, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I also like sensed an undertone of of critique, yeah, and I didn't know to what. Well, first off, I don't even know what my own critique of mm-hmm. uh, basically healthcare, yeah, um, and and our our system mm-hmm. here is because I never know it. it Am I privileged enough that I do live in a place where I have clean water and like I can be seen? Yeah. There is medicine or is there a pretty insidious like side to our healthcare which well, No, you're you're you dead know. on the money here because uh I I am actually like very fortunate and I grew up uh the son of a vascular surgeon who was the son of a vascular surgeon and I've always looked at doctors like heroes cuz yeah. my dad was a good one but not all doctors are super great. So about uh, a year before this uh, book was written, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease and mm-hmm. had like five surgeries in a row, like yeah. straight up my ass. Yeah. Like literally. And so <laughs> thank, you, thank you for the same there. I did not want to hear that hang in the air. But I, I finally started understanding why people would be scared of doctors. Like once yeah. my life was on the line and I had to give that much trust I've always never understood why people would refuse medical treatment for like religious or other reasons. Yeah, uh, and that's what Green Eczema is about: is a man bravely refusing that medical is treatment. My favorite one yeah. of the of the three. I thought yeah. so that was too. A great yeah. One. yeah, he does not learn his lesson. Just, but no, he just yeah. that, that ending part where he's like, he showed us, and I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. the plaque yeah. says he died. Yeah, yeah. 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 like the dust off the plaque. Yeah, and see, he died. So, so did you feel like you you had some insight? In having this family lineage of yeah yeah just in just the perfect squeaky clean image of doctors yeah but then like the second you get a doctor who's in the room with you and most of the doctors I ended up perform, performing surgeries on me were fantastic but yeah. when I first got to Chicago I had like a, a general practice person who would just straight up ignore me and yep. belittle me I think and we've like, been there threatened to to rat me out for the crime of having a um, marijuana habit while also watching children mm. separately like these yeah were, yeah, and, oh. yeah. and so just yeah people like really getting in your face and yeah the doctors are the villains of green eczema they yeah. always they yeah. always just want to rip you apart yeah. and do yeah. things to you which is also they're trying to cure something that's very curable yeah um, yeah so then you have sort of the satire angle there's always there's also too i i don't know how you guys feel but i've gone to the doctor and the fix is always this pill. 
and it's mm-hmm. this like very um, broad spectrum mm-hmm. anti uh, antibiotic yeah. that it's like we'll we'll see. And I mean, I'm not a doctor; right. I, I have no clue. And I feel like our generation is so like any authority mm-hmm. we it's we don't trust, right? Um, and we immediately have an opinion on them. So there's like this initial like. Like being like you, you have no clue like what's going on or like how to treat it. You're just yeah. kind of you're just like eh, yeah, you just throw a pill because who's who's telling them to like start with this like pill and, and right. just push pills. Like none of it feels like holistic or or any. Obviously, those are two different right. Well, any, like approaches. Any but a good doctor will like lay out for you. There are chances that this thing will happen. Like a bad doctor will give you something and tell you to do something. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It just is like take this and let's I don't know we'll see. It just feels like such a like almost roulette yeah. of see, like it, pills. Right. If you're like you mean know. you don't have any health care, you go on Web WebMD and it's like, well, either you slept wrong or you're oh, having oh, a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. I I've yeah. been I could be one of these two things. I've like, been uh, just wait for, it out. for no reason uh, sweating more in bed when <laughs> we've had like air on and everything, and yeah. I'm just like I wake up just sweaty and like and I'm you, you did know, say we. <laughs> Yeah, yes, I did say way. we. I was uh, I was trying to find uh, the words, and I was like, okay, well, well, yeah. So, well, it's not very romantic when you roll over and your girlfriend's like, girlfriend. like, why is why is this pillow wet? You know what I mean? That's the first thing said in the morning. It's like, good morning. I love you're you. very glowing and beautiful too. Why is this pillow wet? You're just a moist sleeper. So, but yeah, just gross. You know, and, the word moist. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Moist. Moist cake. Anyway, is this if I said he was a wet sleeper? That's moist sleeper. but the moral of the story is we went on to WebMD to be like, is there like More waking waking Why? up moist? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> and, like what's going on? And it was uh, it was um, you have cancer and you um, are also diabetic and you are uh, gay. Wow, that's what wow, Web, that's, that's what WebMD told me. <laughs> So, uh, were you on WebMD? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Did you just Google the moist, or did you? Nope. Nope. This was in WebMD. WebMD. It was oh. like waking up. Also, sweaty. you might be a member yeah. of Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got oh, thanks. Yeah. An all-purpose website. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. So that was. So pick one of the Sex in the City girls for um, you. No, you might be this person. I think. Yeah. The I know none of them. We're, we're going. I think forward. Facebook Samantha. has evolved beyond that now, haven't they? We're 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 not no. really doing any of those anymore yes now it just feels like ads are coming it was i feel like that was a big thing for a while and then like there's still some there but it's more of like characters Mm. in like star wars or like which you know harry potter which season of american horror story are you most like covenant (laughs) oh god okay um (laughs) asylum for the record I didn't even think that was a real thing. Well, I that was just healthcare. Just throwing more yeah. well, okay, going so in let's the make it. It's progressively more terrifying. So we're going from racism to healthcare yeah. to American horror story, <laughs> and it's just we're going down a base. This is right? Meltcast. Seems like a very yeah. Which, by the way, um, the reviews are in for Meltcast. Uh, last week's episode mm. was um, quoted as sloppy by reviewer uh, Francisco Dominguez. Wow. <laughs> what was what was who, last week? Judas, who, who, who listens to the podcasts? Which, Hi, Francisco. you know, so many people could just be like, oh, yeah, I listened. And, uh, oh, it was the episode where he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got Melody. interviewed. So he, but he said sloppy with the smile on his face. No. If it was, if it was sloppy, <laughs> if it was sloppy <laughs> and it was just face. shit, he'd be like, kid, I don't even know where to start. But instead he was like, sloppy, you might be able to figure your way out. 
next time. But it was just because we were kind of drunk. And we, we were being interviewed. I was not we drunk. Is a we were, I, was, I was drunk. I was okay. not. The first step is admission. Well, to be I fair. Is that, is that also the last step? <laughs> to be Can fair. Then you're done. What's up? Francisco also said, like, when Kelly was on, he's like, I couldn't tell the difference between your your voice and her voice. And I was like, really? Hmm. I don't know. What? What? <laughs> he was just like, you, Thanks, weren't, you weren't there? And I was like, no. He's like, oh, yeah, that one other chick. I was like, Kelly. Yeah, I can't really tell the difference between your voices. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Well, usually he only makes sweeping, like, statements like that when he's talking about white people. <laughs> so. But I'm not even white. I know. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm confused. Oh. Just so we all know, you're half Peruvian, half. Cuban. Cuban, that's what I'm Because cause anytime he's talking about a white guy, it's either. The same white guy is either me, Burnside, <laughs> or Matt Keel, who are all. Nerd turns mm. in in the back. In I can see just... like how you could all all three of you could be like the same person. Yeah, I see it, but yeah, it's Matthew Burnside's yeah. the one that's the least. Like he's the most out of that group. I of guess. what? Of you and the Matt. most white? Yeah. Well, no, no. Just like <laughs> I can see him mistaking you I, and Matt. I do think that my Burnside whiteness levels are rising. Um, I don't know if I, as I, I get, get as I get older, my what? whiteness but levels are rising. Yeah, but it's like uh, 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 I started listening to country, hated it all my life, Stop. and wow. the, and Stop the and the day. new country. The, it's weird. I don't know. Country? It's I, starting I, to sound a little okay. It was like a new thing like, to country. Uh, like is new country like new metal? Like where like, it's just yeah, new wave country new is country. is <laughs> infusing with like poppy. Like they're like taking cues from like. 2008 are you talking like, about like like I, ipod commercial like and stuff where, where like bells they're using bells and such i don't know it's <laughs> weird always use bells. It's weird guys no country no are you just used to like that twangy sound and like talking about my your truck and losing your girl and yeah shit? but the lyrics have changed too so i don't know i'm enjoying it a little more where does Honky Tonk Badonkadonk fit? Because that was the last country <laughs> yep. song that I had heard of. Well, Thank that's you. when it comes full circle and it starts to become hip-hop. <laughs> right, in the worst way. But mm. there's always been, like, different genres of country. Like, there's folk and bluegrass and all of that stuff. Is that the flow? Yeah. Like, I've always loved folk. Folk. But I don't like folk. country. No, you pronounce folk. the L. Folk. Yeah. folk. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> folk. Like, folk. Poke. like Avet brother, or however you say their name. Yeah. There's like multiple, mm-hmm. like they're super multiple folky. brothers. <laughs> Avid, no, than, there's more than one ways brothers. of saying their last name. Avet. It's just some people. Av- yeah, there yeah. you go. Um. Oh yeah, that was a tangent. Yeah. See, this yeah. is Melcast. Yeah. Oh, no, no, actually, Maybe we that's worse than healthcare is country music. Which yeah, is all that's the way, true. All the way down. So we've hit the bottom, country. Yeah. New so wave this co- is what country. Right. So okay, so the um. The group approached you and said, we like your work. Yeah. Give us a hardcover. Yeah. Well, so, it, uh, it just became a hardcover, like, in the final stages. Okay. It was so exciting. Yeah. And that's that's a pretty unique way for a, a book to come yeah. to fruition. And especially a, a novelty book. And, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that seem inadvisable that I'm going to stand by as artistic choices. Yeah. There's a dead <laughs> child on the cover of this book. My name is not on the cover of this book. I directly threatened to kill the reader on the second page of this book. <laughs> so I don't, like, I'm not working off any sort of script here, but this is my, my little debut. That's good. <laughs> and it's gorgeous. But it's awesome. Yeah. And that's a shout out to Jacob Ballum for doing the art. It is so wonderful. Um 
And yeah, there's a whole character of Dr. Virus and how he came to be that sort of justifies any additional mistakes that I made in the book. That is like, as you were explaining, sort of your your upbringing. I feel like that's lightly uh, hyperbolized. Yeah, well, in, also, in your introductory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, it was in a, in a great deal inspired by Grant Morrison. Uh, okay. Which, if you read his book Super Gods, at one point he gets a staph infection that's threatening his life. Because, and I think we talked about this once. Like oh, yeah? he was Aristotle. I think you know the story the best. Yeah, that he uh, he's uh, practicing magician. Yeah, is that the word? You no, know? not magician. Wizard. He's a wizard. 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 Yeah. Or yeah. magic Ma- with a magician K. Or something. Magician is magic yeah, with yeah. a K. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was writing himself in books, and then when that happened, he got real sick in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then he then like changed the character to be like this guy's great, right? And then that went away. Also, like he went even deeper. He sort of uh, negotiated with the animal totem of his virus and essentially struck a bargain and said like, "I your your goal is to spread fear and death, and if you kill me, you're just gonna kill me. But if I write you into comic books, you will scare people everywhere." And he didn't die, so I assume (laughs) that this worked. But the whole idea that like. Maybe the disease deserves some credit. Like yeah. that, that seemed like a really dangerous and fun idea to me. And then I also just have a, a good background in childcare, and I love the original book so much. And so, to, yeah, I can't I, – I did this in the most genuine way, even though it looks gruesome. What, um, what, was, uh, one of you, what was your favorite Dr. Seuss book? My favorite Dr. Seuss book, which no one else has that is paid tribute in this book, is uh, Magellicate's Pool. Yeah, I will say that I never read that one. It goes color in black and white every other page. It's gorgeous, but it's basically look at these weird fish. Like (laughs) there's a fish with a rake nose, and there's a fish with a thing, and it's just all. Oh, maybe I have seen that one. Right? Yeah. But also thinking of one fish. No. 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 No, I'm. You're not. No, I'm not confusing it. I think I have read the one you just mentioned. And I I want your guys' favorites too, because it gets into such a weird, deep place that like. It is. Yeah. Or any children's book that you were like, oh, that well, changed my Green Eggs was the one that taught yeah. me to read. Yeah. Yeah. But I think by the end of it, the one I appreciated most was probably the Lorax. Yeah. It was just such a, like, a, I just felt so bad. It was, like, the same, like, time of, like, the Giving Tree. Yeah. Like, and stuff like that. I was just like. Well, Giving Tree, to me, is just written to make parents cry. Yeah. Because it yeah. just well, gives and gives and yeah, dies. Like, yeah, yeah. that's the whole art. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of figured out that was bullshit at a certain point. But, like, <laughs> it's not empowering. It's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take. You're going to yeah. take. You're going to take. And I'm going to die. That's it. <laughs> yeah. True parent form. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite kids book or Seuss book? Oh, um, I, I think like green eggs of ham, green eggs and ham is probably like one of my favorites. Yeah. But um, children wise, shoot, um, there was that one that was like I love you, um, and it had on the cover like the little boy in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Do you do you know what? No, I'm I know about? what you're talking about because that book always gave me a very creepy vibe. It's a book about a mother <laughs> oh, who comes yeah. in and hugs her kid yeah. until he's older. And I did a little research and found out that the person that wrote that lost a child at some point. And so Mm. I'm glad that they were able to write that and get it out in that way. But it totally, like, hit me weirdly because there was always something kind of off about it. Yeah. It was was a very, like, 
kind of a darker kids yeah. one. Yeah. But I, I don't know. My mom would always read it to me at night. That's why. I, like, and yeah, it's so reassuring. Yeah. It's got the refrain of like, I'll always be there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it was <laughs> always. Yeah, it was. It was like a time when my parents were getting a divorce, so it was like a nice. Thing. So sometimes when I see it now, I'm just like, oh, mom. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. What's Jet Ski's pick? Uh, I think I'm going to go Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat. Uh, Solid. A lot of id, a, a lot of one. running around, yes. making a mess. It's yeah. farce. It's great. Yeah. Yes. But kids' book in general, I the only book that comes to mind is Little Yellow, Little Blue. What is this? You guys ever read Little Yellow, Little Blue? No. What? <laughs> it's uh, it's a story, and it's just kind of uh, white pages with color splotches, mm-hmm. and the color splotches are like are people. Mm-hmm. There's little yellow, little blue. They're best friends, uh, and then something happens where they have to be separated by the parents. So there's bigger splotches of yellow and bigger splotches of blue, and then they run away together, and then they. I don't remember how they bumped into each other and they became one splotch of green. Mm-hmm. And then that all of the family started doing that too. Nice. And they, so just light more. incest themes. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. We don't know if these are Children, races or family within the color. So they are Inter- familial though? Intermixing, yeah. yeah. Oh, we can become are one of the familial? I have to reread it. Okay. But that's a. Because that doesn't We'll take a break. You guys yeah. went to incest. I was like, oh, two different schools of thought or two families or two different people coming together. I think it's and, more of like interracial. They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Boom. Cultures yeah. and such. Getting yeah. anti racist. I want whoever. Yes. I want whoever wrote that to be like, I was just really high in playing with colors. Yeah. <laughs> also possible. That's, that that's all art school. Yeah. That's all that I made was happening. it in art school where lots of things were being ingested. Do you remember there was also another book that was an alphabet book? Uh, and it was like one, two, coconut or something like that. Chick, chicka boom boom. Chick, chicka boom boom. Oh. God, that book. Spent a lot of hours clocked. I was like, gonna say, why do you know all of these <laughs> No, it's no, yeah. I, I I've worked with children a lot to make money, and now I'm here trying yeah. to be a writer and immediately working with kids again. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, those things are so significant. Well, like, they chick, take chick, hold. Ch- so yeah, chicka chicka boom boom. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great one, though. Yeah. Uh, and I, whenever I would read Oh, the Places You Will Go, there were spots that made me cry every time when yeah. I read them to kids. So I try and hit those same sort of lonely and sort of downtrodden notes that really prepare kids for that. But yeah. With but in a flesh eating. Oh, uh, with a flesh yeah. eating. Yeah, yeah, why not? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Guys, this is on the counter. This is a real thing. <laughs> I thought for a long thing. time that I made this up, and yesterday this book was handed to me in a in a meeting, and I just started crying. Like because it came to fruition. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's my it, baby. Yeah, yeah, it's been a digital ebook, and like yeah. I'm sure you guys know, being in a store and like working with zines, yeah. there's just something so different about being able to hold it. So I, I like put it. Uh, God, this is embarrassing, but I put it like next to my bed. And, no, like, well, you should feel like, proud awesome. about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, it's, and it's that such book an I wrote. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> just take it on dates, just put it on the table. Yeah. Like that's yes. what I don't have any other edge. Oh, me? Yeah. I made this book. <laughs> What's up, ladies? Yeah. What's up, and, girl? And it's no such a do. personal, intimate thing that I don't know how the world is going to react to it. So now, you called, very exciting. You, you called it your uh, debut yes. earlier. Yes. What, like, does it feel like this is the first big book that you've had to, like... Yes. And okay. a lot of this, uh, like, you know, like any great artist, I feel like a total fraud at all times. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is ev- this is irrefutable evidence that I am a writer because uh, I've mostly spent a lot of time over the last few years as an onion contributor, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. job, but is very solitary. 
And yeah. like I, I don't get credit when the headlines come out, nor nor do I want it. But do they even cite actual thing. writers? For no, their... not at all. Okay, yeah, I didn't think it's so. Just the paper. Yeah, I but didn't think I, so. I love the anonymous thrill of sort of hitting a nerve and seeing people share it with their friends and stuff. Yeah, but. That's why I kind of got into comics and stuff. I was like, I want to make something that's just mine while I'm also trying to keep my finger on the pulse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So do, do you have a, a wealth of things that have not been put out yet and, and published? Are you one of those that's like, I write every day and I'm sitting on like 30 different things? Or is this a new like venture for you? I, I think this is new, and it's sort of, I came and took the class at Meltdown University here to actually learn how to write panel-to-panel comics, which I can't speak and well And that was with Jim? with Jim? With Jim Higgins, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Jim. Uh, so this was kind of a weird step up into going all these other places, but I look back on my time emotionally, I was like, it couldn't have happened any other way than a fake children's book about things that will kill yeah. you. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be rude. Did you have a? Uh, did you have oh, a pick? Uh, yeah. Um, you had all this time. Eddie. I'm keeping you guys on track. No, no, I, I, I didn't mean to awesome. cut him off. It just seemed like a good <laughs> point. To, I know. Um, favorite kids book? Uh, probably where the wild things are. Oh, yeah, that, that is, is truly a great one. Also, I have, um, I have some context for that too. Yeah, because that was. I would uh, actually love to see that. That was written. Uh, what's uh, I'm blanking Shell. on the author's name right now. Uh, no, not, not Shell. Like Maurice Sendak. Yeah. Maurice Sendak. Oh, yeah. thank you. Very I knew. Much. I knew his. The someone, first thing that yeah. came up was Spike Jones, though, and I'm like, nope. Because I did you. Say, not you. It's still going. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'd say Where the Wild Things Are would be my favorite, mm. and it was written uh, with young Maurice Sendak was looking around the table at his Jewish immigrant relatives, and they oh, really? all look like monsters to him. <laughs> like when you're a little kid, like the hairy nose, like yeah, old, yeah. Your parents' friends are those sorts of things, so that. <laughs> Just knowing really? that they're weird caricatures, but also loving the updated movie and the updated book and just the spirit of chaos in that book is one. So you identified with that. Well, I just really liked it because it had monsters. It was the most simplistic oh, okay. thing of like a monster. Oh, island he's like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he's getting a, like the, the escapism of it more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Of like he gets to be like a king of his own island. And, like, yeah. All yeah. Of these monsters. That was an, I really loved the art on, in it as a kid, too. It wasn't. And also, did you feel it when he comes back? Because that that to me is the great part of the book is when he comes back and his soup is still hot. And like it's just a beautiful. Or when his room is or changing back to his room. Yeah, that I love that part. (laughs) Even the movie. We're getting intimate. I know. Yeah, we're we're getting real. Hand on myself. Yeah, Um, this is WTF, right? I touch myself. Guys, such an honor to be on Nerdist Writers Panel. I gotta say. Uh, uh, which one of you is Ben Acker? I don't. Me. Okay. Actually, Janet. She got that cup. Janet Acker. You're shorter Done. than I expected. <laughs> I can't nice. even hear them. Yeah, I know. Some of them are really low. Dude, like, it's just the way that the board is. Them. But, uh... It's a trap! That, See, that one was that crazy That was my loud. favorite one as a kid, and then once I hit, like, third or... Was it fourth or fifth grade, I really got into Captain Underpants. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for that sure. Was, uh, that sense of mischief is yeah. present God. in those books. I love it. Awesome. The fun, and I always I, loved the fucking lunchroom jokes that where they'd be yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. They'd scramble it up. Well, yes. it's funny because as a kid, I was reading those, and I remember I was like, I want to make comics. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you and, make a comic? Oh yeah. yeah just, I, it, and he made it as the, as simple as as could be. It'd be he like talks about how they just go and they would Xerox. Yeah. yeah. They just go and do the, that, and you're like, you can do this ass. too. No, and that's that's that was my first time going like, oh, I could just do this. Yeah. 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 Fuck. That was, uh, Dave Dave Pilkey. 
Dave, yeah. yeah. Right? Yes. I think so. And there's um, like flip vision Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like punch, it's just punch, basically punch. a two, yeah. two flip book. Yeah. I, I still have all of those. In, like they're on my bookshelf. Those, I get, still have those with my, with my entire set of Animorphs. I, I gave those away <laughs> those before awesome. I moved out to LA Great. just because we had like a garage sale mm-hmm. and like just in, like a yard sale. And um, because we were moving halfway across the country. Oh, wow. And so I was like, you can only take so many things. But it was it was one of those things that I set to the side and was sort of yeah. like for the right customer. <laughs> and there was a kid Aww. that was just like looking at the books. And I was like, I think I, and basically do what I do now at Meltdown. I was yeah, like, the I toy think story I, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I have something for you. And then to show him. And then the fact that there were six of these books, he was like, oh. <laughs> and so like I just gave them all to him. I, I think for free. I think I gave them away. They, they I didn't want to charge. We released like a hardcover edition of the of like a, like the first one. Yeah, and they were putting them out like in hardcovers, and I'm like, yeah, I I want them to make like one collected like set. Yeah. Like, yeah. Omnibus. Um, that yeah. would be awesome. There, there's a, there's Just weird. For me. I don't. Me, yeah. 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 Like, why not an omnibus? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have like <laughs> any of these weird like moments that just stick with you like it as a kid, but then you're just like. I don't know. It sticks with you, and you're surprised how much it, it stuck with you. But the fact that the two kids in that, yeah, the, one's a white kid and one's a, one's black, a black kid. kid. Yeah. For me, that was just such a like not spoken about thing. Yeah, just employed. That's the best that way to do it. It yeah. is. Yeah. That it was. It was just so it, simply yeah. done. Of like these two kids get along. Yeah. And one of and the white kid had like this curly mop well, like in front. <laughs> and I just thought it looked it was, immediately to like me. It was, I was never like, like oh, I need to find a black kid. friend. <laughs> well, it, to me, it was never like. <laughs> How did you do? Uh, I I eventually made some. Great. Okay. Good. To me, it was so, never like oh, oh, there's a black kid hanging out with this white kid. It was just like oh, these two nerds are hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. To them, and that's what it was. Yeah. And I was like, pitch to their characters. Yeah. No, none of the other kids understand them. They're friends. Like yeah. Like yes. JD and Turk on Scrubs, yeah, exactly, where they're just exactly. both fucking dorks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What comics so did you I, guys make from that? Oh, gosh. Uh, I, uh, I definitely I mean, threw out my little kid comic that I made, and it's my like eternal regret of like a guy who tried to fly and fell off a cliff, and it was just <laughs> all slapsticky kind of stuff. <laughs> it... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was really dumb. It uh um I made one about this this guy who was like the very like at that point in time like in the 90s the architect like nerd where he had like suspenders and he had like glasses and he was being beat up by this like jock or these three jocks and there was a meteor that fell and the meteor like gave them all superpowers like everyone in the vicinity so there was this like mutant squirrel that was like the three jocks melded into like one giant like like monster Uber guy. Jack, yeah. yeah, so he had three heads and like Vol six jock. arms, uh-huh. but like still had a varsity jacket on. Amazing. That was the best. I'm down with that. And then like the guy like just he was pretty much pretty much like Superman. Yeah. But like was still looked like a nerd. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Super nerd. Yeah. 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 I I had Sold. A, I yeah, had exactly. a, and uh there was um my best friend in middle school, he would uh, we just had loose leaf paper yeah. um, in like our binders, and like he would do panels of just like a, a, a page, and he would do panels basically through a class, and then like if we saw each other in the next class, he'd like Ooh. pass it over to me, and I'd do the next page of it. <laughs> yeah, and I just remember out of all of the th- the adventures that we had, there was one like continuity like forever change, which was there was a girl in our class that. Um, was always just really snotty with us, but was not ever 
she was just like a bratty girl, mm-hmm. but she would always kind of like that we would sort of like poke her mm-hmm. and sort of like just like prod and just be like, "Hey, be bratty to us," and she'd be like, be "Shut up!" To us. And so, so we're into that. We we yeah. we threw her into the comic, and basically, I have a, a Halloween mask on. I scare her, and she she goes ah, and then she just eats me. <laughs> Right away, Vore. and We're just into and, yeah, and then just the poops fuck? me out, and then forever in the comics from then on out, when we drew it, I was a piece of poop with a Halloween mask. <laughs> wow! And so that was that's that to this day is like if if I like want to get super nostalgic, I'll draw the avatar that is me mm. as a piece of poop with a mask on. I, just, I, I sent a picture garbage. to my best friend who's in New York right now, oh. like working at a bar. I was like, remember this guy? He's like, dude, I haven't thought of that. <laughs> so just old like shitty. things like that, yeah. But it was old, good old shitty, shitty Vandermillen. Um, shit. But so. also, can can we take this apart? Like the implications of this, because you guys know about Vor, like what no. that is. That's, that's a, a kind of pornography where men are eaten by giant women. <laughs> really? Is it this, right. uh, I love that. That's a thing. Right, and I'm not into it, but I I'm understand it sure, on a fundamental okay. level. I'm gonna see Japan. Pro- yeah, probably. Okay. And, Whoa, right. Eddie. It's like, are you familiar with uh, gigantism? Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Giantess. Giantess. The, the David the Sedaris story. That they like have? The, yeah. the giant women. Of course. Yeah. The cities. Japanese gore porn. Yeah. yeah. But vor is but what you called and, it? Yeah, and, and like, I, under- I don't get off to it, but I understand it because like women are much larger in my imagination than they actually are because they hold so much power over me and my sensitive little heart. <laughs> so, like, to me, Aww. like, the ultimate, like, like this, I'm going to get eaten by a woman and I'm not looking forward to it, but I know it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, I don't know how that applies no, to you. Well, we were <laughs> middle schoolers that? and that's not what, that's, that was not it manifesting. <laughs> Everything Because of anything, uh, I became true. more powerful. As the as shit a, nugget. A poop? Yeah. Wow, but, I did. But that's I, also like because so there was she a, made there was you a, more powerful. Like yeah. think think of it. Yeah, after she processed me. Well, because and that's also like as a middle school okay. kid, knowing you're going to get involved with girls and not yeah. knowing how you're going to be on the other side of that process. This yeah. is fucking deep, guys. Yeah, welcome back then, to WTF with Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting eaten. I I looked it up on my phone. Eddie just pulled up, and the first thing I found was this snake that looked like the snake from uh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book eating this woman, and then she's masturbating the entire time, and then like coming in his stomach. (laughs) Like, so great. Kids don't listen to our show uh, ever. uh, Yeah, we're gonna be on the Disney Click (laughs) (laughs) next. Oh Um, God. Uh, Love it. Yeah, Kill wow. Him. What? No, right. Um, that means but, that... Yeah, oh, so, anyway. Wait, no. It's the girl from Legend of Korra. <laughs> is it? It's Korra. But, oh, jeez. And is that Korra? That's the, the snake from uh, the Jungle Book, right? That's what it looks, it looks like. like. The is, Winnie the is Pooh there snake? snake? Is there a snake on Legend of Korra? I don't know. I don't know. Guess, oh, there's another one. Yeah. Thank so, you for this. So I made a thing, comment. Yeah. So do you feel like you're going to eventually consume a man and kill him? Like just metaphorically like or already, otherwise? She, have. She's already alluded yeah. to the fact that Probably. she like Sorry. consumes uh, like fake Instagram like dick pic drawings. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about Oh, we already shit. did. Oh, getting Too rough. late. Now we're doing risk. Oh, man. Uh, dude, the dick so, pic is pretty funny. It is really funny. Okay, so one of my friends... Got a dick pic, and we were having like a girls' night. We were all drunk, mm-hmm. and we thought it was fucking hilarious. So my other friend gets a 
gets her to send it to her and goes on paint and draws the dick as Aladdin. Lovely. <laughs> it's, it's like... Please, uh, I like which, that was like the poor Aladdin or Prince. Like, is there? The... I think oh, it was poor. I think I will... it was street urchin. It, it was definitely poor. Oh, that's my what God. she thought. Of. Yeah, you got a street red that dick. Like... And he's definitely riding the magic carpet red. <laughs> which is like the but that best. was just to hide the actual carpet that was going on. That was that's why carpet was thrown in. <laughs> Most likely, it's probably like we like to have fun here. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just going, why, why, No, why? sorry, why? I'm oh, still, awesome. oh, you're still so looking at Vor. We're all going to be browsing separate pornography. For if you're at home right now watching, you look up Vor while we just banter. Yeah. Do not. No, look at my book. I mean, yeah, look at the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, shit. Oh, there it is. I party fouled so hard. That's, that's No, it's okay. I'm so sorry. We're rolling. We got Aristotle here as a professional. Did you pause it? No, no, no. He's going, marked. Going, going, going. Oh, um, I've, I've never finished a muffin. I'd just like to confess that. <laughs> what, really? Once in my life. No. Another oh, weird anecdote. Oh, a little bit left on the paper. I just get sick oh. of it. Weird anecdote of, um, of uh, muffins. I always eat the paper, chew it. I don't ever swallow the paper. I chew it. Yeah, like a cud. I, I, I have do. to wonder what I just get it. I just get all that stuff that's still on it. It's good. And it just dissolves. And what I do you do with so the bad. the red wax around the babel cheese? I assume I'm you so make sorry. earplugs or like you're using all parts of the you know the buffalo. I feel like what would I use that for? Thank you. Like taking a shot out of? Okay. So you give me another shot. Glass. Yeah, no, okay. I would. You just when you have it, yeah, it's like there as like a yeah. sort of a sake cup thing. for your sake. Wow. Now we're Are cooking. Are we on or gasoline. off track? Oh, we, no, we're on track. Wow. Just imagine, I, I can show I you the world. Oh, you Jesus. pulled it up? Yeah, we're looking yeah. at the dick pic now. That's what I was trying to show him when I, like, hit the bottle. Wow. I just That's pretty creative. It's very, like, she's very talented at just getting a dick to do, but she did multiple. She should start a Tumblr of just, like, I, Disney dick pics. <laughs> Isn't it already a Instagram or something? I think there's an Instagram things that yeah. look like dicks. Oh, okay. And there's yeah. also uh, Sabrina Contiga. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her oh, name right. Oh, wow. But she does uh, the decoupage project where she solicits dick pics and is apparently going to decoupage an end table or something with them. That Interesting. would be amazing. And I was considering it. I was like, oh, I got to be on that bill. Like, yes. I like, if I had a dick, I would to totally submit? be on that yeah, bill. You have to submit. Okay. And so I was like, because I don't, for the record, for your listeners, I don't like send people unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. Only I'm solicited. I'm going to say, oh, yeah, un- yeah. I can't imagine what would possess well, me to I, do that. Well, I feel oh, like there was a time where it was like, yeah, this is the sexy. internet. But now it's like, yeah. it's it's just like so clear. It's like, I can send this to her, him, whoever. Yeah. But I'm also <laughs> doing this to Big Brother. Well, and You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, uh, Big Brother's just going to stand there. He might not say anything. Mm. But he's going to see but it. He's going to see it, too. I mean, that's, right. that's all and I can think like, is that there's eh. someone out there just, like, scouring through, like, messages for, like, ISIS like, yeah. material. Yeah. And it's just dick. Dick. Another dick. Vagina. It's another dick. Yeah. That guy needs to get checked by a doctor. Another dick. <laughs> another dick. Just, like, just... <laughs> like, just waves and waves of just dick pics that he sees, like, every day. There's just, like, levels of government Break. jobs that we have no <laughs> idea about. That's like, God... It's ISIS dick guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> dick guy. listening in on phone conversations. It's like, yeah, you like it. You like it. Do you like it? Do you like it? <laughs> she and likes it. Like, if she liked it, she would have told you already. God damn it! Like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Stop. <laughs> Who said that? Yeah. No one. Go <laughs> click, go about yeah. your business, <laughs> citizen. This part is over. 
No, but there are definitely guys who just like send it. Because they're like, it's a bold move. You know, you, what, what's the worst thing to happen? Like, but also, like, a, a, a dick it? requires some nice context, you know? Like, no. You just don't want it to pop out of a wall or, like, your <laughs> phone or, like, anything like that. Oh, It's got to be very welcome. It can't be, like, like the Kool-Aid man and just fucking ruin a party. <laughs> um, I've received a few, like, the Kool-Aid man and just, like, swoop and, like, Shwoop. I'll be there just like on my phone and I get the text like showing your friend a video yeah and then you get the text and boom there's a dick <laughs> and you're just like boom there's a dick and why what's, what's yeah that that's a why moment for you that's never like a, oh like no you never did like oh well, I think I asked you uh, last time that we talked about this when I asked for them there we go not for when just like no 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 no. I I was gonna say even still I was like I think I asked you have any of them made you blush and you're like no Mm. you're just like stone cold oh they don't make me blush I'm just like what the fuck yeah Mm. like why are you doing this all I said was hey what's up and then boom there's your dick was that was that the joke? <laughs> oh, this is up. That's what's up. <laughs> oh god. Eddie's just looking at me like, "How can we move away from dicks?" Oh no, it's and one of my friends she uh she sends out messages out into like the Twitterverse and like mm-hmm. it's just like, "Send me your dick pics and I'll rate them." That's nice. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bold strategy. Michael on Twitter. Very very ballsy. <laughs> Not ballsy, mm-hmm. ballsy. Shafty. Dick dickish. <laughs> Um, I feel like I want to ask one more question just okay. in terms of um, uh, being privileged Interview. to have a, a writer here oh, with wow. us. Um, I, I feel like every every writer has a different way of responding to this like age-old writer question, mm. but what advice do you have for writers? Um, I think it's to find the one thing that you can do that no one can do. I'm about to have the best flesh-eating Dr. Seuss parody <laughs> in existence. Hell yeah. Yeah, and there's uh, I have a book that I can't really talk about coming this summer from The Devastator that's a type of book that's never been parodied before. Okay. Oh. Um, a good example that they already have is they have a book called uh, Double Fisting, which is <laughs> yeah. a little zine, which yes. is a parody video game manual. Right. And that's the kind of shit that The Devastator does that you won't see anywhere else so, like, yeah, you're you're taking yourself out of the competition. No one else had a better parody video game manual. And make it be the dumbest thing. Just, like, go for the dumbest thing right. you can think of. <laughs> Which is, like, the best. Right, yeah, because yeah. that, that, like, frees you up and puts you in such a great place of, like, invention and fun. And, and there's a lot of Dr. Seuss nods in here, but there's also nods to, like, Batman and other... Yeah, yeah there's the nice Batman sideways page. <laughs> Uh, do, do you feel like, uh, talking about Devastator, mm. it sounds like with your book and with, um, Double Fisting, they, do they encourage, like, playing within form? Because this is the form of a Dr. Seuss book, yeah. the form of a video game and manual, it's, yeah, it's or all... is that just kind of happenstance? No, I think books... they, they put an immense amount of care to making sure the parody looks like the thing that it's making fun of. Yeah. Like, it's very painstaking, because it sets up that reality, because I've explained my book to people a million times, but when they see the cover, they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. It's, oh. it's got an impact on, on that level, um, but they... they put so much love into these books. My my ultimate artistic goal, and this is very pretentious, but I want parody books that make people cry. Like I like mm. 
You guys uh, seen Walk Hard? The yes. Dewey Cox? Oh, yeah. yeah. That movie really gets to me because it's such a genuine character, and I respond to that more than I respond to the world. So, like, when he's ripping out, like, five sinks in a yeah. row, yeah, yeah. I feel every one of those. Yeah. And so I kind of want to... Uh, I want to get that roundabout way to it. Also very much raised on Mad Magazine. I yeah. read The Odd Father before I saw The Godfather. I saw The Simpsons parody yeah. of The Shining before The Shining. Like, So to me, parody is the most genuine way for me to express there was some. There was some uh, parody that I didn't even realize I was seeing as a kid mm-hmm. in stuff like Rugrats. Oh, Rugrats yeah. parody oh, yeah. like so Sein- much. Yeah. And Seinfeld it- would do like movie. I was like, anytime it looks cinematic, they're yeah. making fun of some old yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, a I lot could... of kids shows now do that. And uh, whenever like they'll come on, I'm like, that's a joke for me. There's right. no way a kid's gonna get <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that they're writing in a time machine from the movie Time Machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aristotle had layers. such a like yeah. Yeah. satisfied look of you won't understand it on as many levels as I'm I will. A learned man. Yeah. Aristotle picked up another microphone and dropped it. It was weird because he was holding one microphone. I can only imagine you watching those shows with kids going like, "Hey, did you get that? Did you get that? <laughs> you did it, stupid." Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen more things than you. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much the writer. Questions that I had, so I think uh, it's a good good uh, point to move into picks of the week. Well, well, hold on, really quick. Aristotle's like, I want to ask questions about Tina Morph. Let's talk about Tina Morph and how much I love Tina Morph and and how how excellent it is. is. Thank you so very much. Um, Tina Morph is a piece that I did for the Devastators uh, Space Epic issue, which was the final issue of their anthology. and it's sort of a Zitz Garfield three-panel strip set in the Aliens universe with a single father who's who's raising uh, his his xenomorph son with a gaping hole still open in his chest. Oh my god! Yeah, it's absolutely it's gorgeous. Again, a, a Jacob Vollum uh, illustration, and I put way too much care into this, and like was because even you'll notice the uh, the covers are hexagonal. Because yeah. that's how the shipping crates look in the Aliens universe yes. and Avatar. He kept that going for Avatar. And there's an H.R. Giger in there because I love him so much. Uh, yeah, it's it's lovely. And so, um, in the end, there's a teaser for Tinomorph versus Predatween, <laughs> which is something oh, I'm trying to get off the ground. I have a plan. There is a, a sibling that gets adopted, and so it becomes a whole sibling rivalry thing. Yes. So we're trying to trying to find a home for that. But for now, it's just excellent. You know, it's funny in the Aliens and Predator universe. Um, I and maybe you can play with this mm. um, in just like a throwaway joke. But uh, the setup at the end of AVP mm-hmm. with the hybrid. Oh, boy. That was such a cool moment. And then AVPR. Yeah. Requiem. I- just like blew what I <laughs> thought was a brilliant, like the Jamaican, like yeah, the uh, xenomorph. Yeah. yeah. I-, I just thought like when I saw it, like burst out of the chest mm. and then show the mandibles. Mm. I thought that was so cool. And yeah. they didn't. Didn't go. Yeah. There's a lot anything. of lost potential. But also. That does connect to to my book and myself again because the the guy Daniel O'Bannon who wrote it yeah. had Crohn's disease, mm. and him dealing with his lesions like to him felt like something bursting out of his chest. Yeah, so I, like I was like I also should do something cool about aliens yeah. <laughs> to be as great as this guy, but yeah, I love that universe and yeah. hope it gets back on track. Right. Prometheus yeah. maybe half a step. 
But yeah, and the well, Xenomorph is... said that they're going to do like three more now. Yeah, and they made and Prometheus, last I heard, into the next Aliens. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, they're finally just giving up the ghost with that, which yeah. I'm glad. You're not yeah. fooling anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you had a teenage Xenomorph in the last yeah. name yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> just, they just had a, that comic book series where it was like the, the blood... Fire and, and Yeah, Fire and Stone. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that was like three... That was Prometheus... That sold really and, well. And, yeah. That sold really well. Yeah. I, I still haven't had a chance to read it, but it was really good. Yeah. I, I didn't it's, read it. It's I was uh, collected as a hardcover now, yeah. like all, all, on 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 the shelves now. Yeah, and it has new. all three of them, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. we got it yep. this week. When yep. I was a uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was like ten or eleven. I was in in TJ because me and my parents used to go there all the time for some reason. And are you talking to TJ Maxx? TJ Maxx, no, TJ, like TJ, like Tijuana, like TJ Maxx, TJ Mexico. Not I like how we're like. I'm like TJ Maxx. You're like Trader Joe's. I don't know. That's the difference. I don't know. What are you talking about, Eddie? I remember they would give me like money to. They're like, oh, here's like money. Like you can buy whatever you want when you're there. We used to go like once every like three or four months. Chicklets or chicklets? I know. Yeah, exactly. No, but so there was this newspaper stand. And he had comics there, and one of the comics that he had was Predator versus Batman. Ooh, and I was like, yeah. "How much is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's like twelve hundred pesos." And I'm like, "How much is that in American money?" <laughs> and they would give you like the dirtiest looks whenever you asked them Oof. that. And I'm, and he's like, twenty dollars." And I'm like, "Here you go, nice." And I got it. and I was like, "This is gonna be awesome." And I opened it. and I was like, "Oh, fuck, it's in Spanish." <laughs> <laughs> but I read it. I read the yeah. entire. I was like. I was almost like my Spanish isn't great, but I'll, I'll fucking read this. Like, yeah. and that's how you oh, learn yeah. the Spanish word for heat signature. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I loved it. This is a learning podcast. Yes. Uh, and then, because in my head, I was like, "Why is Batman fighting Predator? Is that just a Mexico thing?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> only only in Mexico. Because I was twelve, and I like I didn't have like like yeah. that like because Superman was fighting Alien. And Superman was fight, fighting alien. At mm-hmm. some point, they both get together and fight werewolves. Yep. Oh. <laughs> fight werewolves? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Everything should be fighting. All of our yeah. properties should be fighting yes. each other. Yeah, Dr. Seuss's, like, characters should fight. Yeah. yeah. Your, your characters. A fighting yeah. game. We'll, we'll make a fighting game on, on the PC, and it's just all of Dr. Seuss's characters. Marvel versus Capcom versus <laughs> Seuss. <laughs> versus yes. Seuss. That's yes. the missing yes. ingredient. Like, yes. That would Cat, be I know. <laughs> Cat in the hat just gets punch and yeah. punch and punch, yeah. and then a special move, which is just like throw you into the hat. Yeah, and that's it. Hat. You're like, ah, it's such a cheap character. <laughs> he throws you in the hat, but like, uh, no, that's it. That's like, it. One, like one and two disappear. like are beating you up in there. Yeah, one two are beating up. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. what if you it's do just like 900 Freddy. move combo? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? The, what? Where'd all my health go? <laughs> or what if you do the Freddy versus Jason versus Dr. Seuss? Let's do it. That yes. would be nuts. Right. Just everything so versus cool. they would have to be versus the Grinch, draft. right? Let's, we're <laughs> Let's just doing just this do now. This. Yeah. Alien versus Predator versus. <laughs> Why are we talking about it, guys? Yes. It's Hollywood, baby. Let's make it happen. <laughs> so many people come in here. What's the next movie? Uh, Alien versus Predator versus the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. Yeah. He's he's a mean one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say that like it was a joke? <laughs> <He's> a <mean laughs> It'd be funny to just see a so predator perfectly. be like, oh shit, yeah. when he saw the Grinch. Just be like, ah. And just and turn his, his little turret grew. off and just kind of walk away. Yeah. Hard. Grab his hat and his coat. And so the little blonde girl goes up to him and then the predator's heart grows three times its size. <laughs> oh. But no, what it actually was was just a chest burst. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the three uh, three heart size chart is on a, uh, a wall in this book, too. Oh, yeah. I saw that. There's and one that's page the... that's all Easter eggs. Yeah. 
where there's like a hybrid star-bellied sneech that yes. has too many limbs Martin's and shit like that. We were talking about that. That one's in the 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 eat your flesh one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Such a good one. Fucking grizzly. Take it Hell up, yes. guys. It's good. It's when, great. It's, it's, it's out already. Uh, it's, it's coming out next week, and next then I'm week. also going to be uh, reading it at Kamikaze. Oh, really? The nice. Devastators. Get this. This is my favorite phrase now. They're doing a panel called Children's Book Massacre. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, For they've you. done a couple, and Very I think, perfect. yeah. And so they've done a couple different uh, parodies, and so I'm so excited to bring it out. Um, it's available for pre-order now. I'll give you all the links and all the as mentioned and stuff like that. So, cool. yes. Let's talk about anyone else's comics. I think, <laughs> I think we got we got me, right? Great. Great. Um, Content. Thank you for treating yeah. me like an actual writer. Oh, fooled you all. <laughs> well, we got the proof now. Yeah. JK. Jesus. Oh, the flesh you will eat. Oh, lovely. And this week's Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Yep. So, We've who's going to go first? Eddie grabs his oh, book. Okay. No, I was, I was taking this over here. But I will... Um, oh, this is Aristotle's. Yeah. Aristotle's like, give me my book back. Uh, my pick of the week is uh, Karnak. Yeah. And these are the number ones? Yeah. I, yes. I have nothing but number ones this week. Uh, but my pick of the week is Karnak. Uh, it's written by Warren Ellis. Yes. And uh, I thought he had died. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he but killed he himself. found the flaw in death. Yes. There we go. Yep. <laughs> He apparently came back from from being dead and was like, As nope. they do. No. Yes. Because um, comics. He's now uh, the leader of this temple of wisdom uh, where he teaches everyone uh, in the harshest fucking ways. Uh, there's a speech that he gives to his students of like, mind the stones under your feet. They are here and they grow even more perfect as time passes by. And to them, you are meaningless. To the universe, these stones are worth more than you are. Think about that. Also, clean the latrines. I'll be back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is, like, one of the speeches he gives them. And yeah, it's it's. I mean, that did had you, nothing to do with. Did you have an inhuman but, sound effect? Did you have a black bolt yes, yes. screaming there? Just kill us all. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just such a brutal book, and like watching him do kung fu is. Um, it was really great. It's yeah. just it's it. There's an interrogation scene where he's interrogating this guy and like he pokes him and his liver bursts, and then he pokes him somewhere else and his leg like just fucking cracks open, Shit. like bone comes out of it. It's just, and then he's about to poke him in the head and Coulson stops him, and he's like, whoa, 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 it's fine. We got everything we we have from him, and pretty much gives him the speech of like. You don't matter to the universe. Like he gives everybody that speech yeah, of like Jesus. you are all worthless. Yeah, now, there's no mean. He's I need, so nihilistic I, now. I need some backstory. Yeah. Yeah. I need some backstory because I don't know who Karnak is. Can you Karnak place him in the was Marvel the universe? Advisor to the, uh, the to to that royalty of of the Inhumans. So he okay. was um, Medusa's advisor, pretty much, because okay. um, she speaks for Black Bolt and uh, would. T- his his inhuman power is that he can see the flaw in it, and he says it. He says it in like in the book. He's like, "I see the flaw in everything," and it was just one of those moments of like, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> he knows the spot to like tap like, the boulder yeah. on that it all. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah he's, so good he, guy for Warren Ellis to like mess around with. He yeah. can see the weakness in everything, like everything structural, uh, philosophical, like just everything. He. When they meet him uh, on the on this platform, mm-hmm. um, he's telling Simmons, he's like, don't smile. 
uh, and also uh, refer to him as as Magistrix. And he's like, oh, why? He's like, he does not like people smiling at him. And he's like, he's like, why? He's like, just he doesn't. And the reason that he knows one of the guys is a spy in the book is that he smiled at him, and he, the guy takes out his gun to shoot him, and I don't know what he does, but the bullet ricochets back at the guy and. And it shoots him in the elb and then the shoulder. No way. I yeah. thought he cho- karate chopped yeah, the bullet. Can we go to the source? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 just looks so weird though. Like the, I, I'm I'm so, kind of in between on how I feel about the art. It's 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 good, but it it also feels like rough sketches for like um um. It's yeah. It's very great. It looks uh, like Sean Sean Murphy. I think. Right. <coughs> kind of, but less uh, less less detailed. Not detailed. Um. Like refined, I guess. Yeah. Um, like Sean Gordon Murphy. Yeah, yeah Sean Brothers. Murphy. Yeah. He he's uh he he has a book that came out this week too. Um, Tokyo Ghost mm. number two. Um, but it it reminds me a lot more of like um when they do uh what are they for movies um storyboards storyboards yeah, yeah it that's what it reminded me of storyboards. I get you. Like uh, unfinished but like painted in. It was. Mm. It's not bad, but it's it's like it, it just took me a little getting used to because I was like, "What's going on here?" Um, but, but it's, it's go- so in this universe they like acknowledge the agents of Shield. Yeah, yeah, they, they've been. This is the Marvel universe post Secret Wars, so they're back ah. on track. A lot of the mutants are gone. They're pushing the Inhumans heavy. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, makes sense because um, they own them. So then, Daisy is she? Does she make an appearance in this? Well, she she was in in the universe prior to. Uh, yeah, they sort of merged, like... Yeah, <laughs> so her character... Oh, her, well, Quake. She, her, she yeah. Quake, was, Quake in the comics was a mutant. Ah, uh, and she wasn't an inhuman beforehand. No, that that was that was solely a uh, Way to push thing. the inhumans into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. But it's weird, because... They don't own mutants, so they can't use her like as a, it's it's very uh, like they never no, call her sense. they never call her Quake in the show. It's always Daisy. Daisy, and then they started calling her Daisy in the comics, right? Yeah. Or something like they nicknamed well, her. Well, she was she was Fury's like second in command. She she appeared. Her first appearance was in in a, a book called Secret Wars number two, which Nick Fury kidna- or gets a bunch of superheroes, sends them on this like very illegal like mission to. Oh, to secret, overthrow secret war, singular, yeah. yeah, yeah, to overthrow this like this dictator, and then mind wipes all of them. Shit. Yeah, yeah, in his Nick Fury fashion. Of course, um, he's full of secrets always. Yeah, and this was like think right before uh, Secret Invasion happened, so everyone's like already really mistrusting of of him because they all start remembering this thing that happened. It was Wolverine, Daredevil, Spider-Man, Captain America, and and, and Daisy was, I think, their, their leader, and Black Widow was was there. But that was her first appearance. Oh. She was his, like, go-in-between. And that was, like, wasn't that in the 80s? No, it was, like, 2002. Oh, yeah, so it was, she's like, like, a... Bendis creation. Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. Oh. Yeah. All this knowledge is coming in handy for the I first time it. in my fucking life. <laughs> no, give me Man, all the knowledge. It's, I, when I talk to anybody like outside of like these inner circles, and I'm like, oh, we'll see, blah, blah, blah. And they're yeah. just like glazed over, and I'm like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I have fun trying to explain Secret Wars to friends who aren't into comics in like two oh, minutes. So I'm like, there's these incursions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, universe yeah. planet, and then there's a patchwork planet. But yeah. You got to start off with, this is going to be the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, you like Game of Thrones? It's like it's like that. Yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, pretty much. 
but with, with Marvel characters. Just yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones. And Medusa being Game of Thrones versus Marvel versus Doctor Seuss versus, versus Capcom versus yes. Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. Contest of Champions. Um, <laughs> versus. But Karnak, Karnak's a really good book. Uh, pick it up. It's it's, it's number one issue. Warren Ellis's. Um, Amazing. It's great. It's it, there's maybe like three or four pages of dialogue, nice. and the rest is just pure action. Mostly, mostly, yeah. Just watching Karnak be a badass. Sometimes be an those are the nice. issues that it's I I see them mm-hmm. and I see that it's like oh there's no dialogue and I just go thank you because yeah. there's so much I have to read for the store yeah that when I just see like text upon text I'm just mm-hmm. like like which it's like such a oh that's like such a a hard problem to have right yeah no it's like yeah it's not terrible yeah but it's like those those basically just panels yeah without words it's like such a kind of relief Mm -hmm. in a way aristotle and i were just talking about godzilla in hell yeah which is just silent and it's god's it's amazing five minutes to read and it's and it's brilliant and because because then you really set the pace of the story in a way that like that you choose yeah you can just drink it in it's lovely it's a very quick yeah. That's very quick. Each issue is like yeah. a different artist, so it's that's been. Yeah, I was not happy about that. They're really? changing artists Maybe. from the well, because Stokey is like one. Of oh my yeah, yeah. So I I didn't know. I think it was a known thing. Maybe I. I didn't know either until number. I two. had read that in in the book, but like when they're like, "Oh, we're gonna start with him," I'm like, "Can you just keep going with him?" Half <laughs> <Or laughs> century with war him, was amazing. I mean, yeah. Can we get shit. more of that? More than like one page in siege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he did get him a, off covers and get him on a series. He did a couple of variant covers for, yeah. for Battle one, World. Battle World, that's what it was. And yeah. Those were great. Yeah, it's just his little details and just takes me back to Doctor Seuss stuff. Where like I see that. <laughs> yeah, or uh, feeling from it. What's the guy? The, the guy does a uh, big and rusty. He uh, oh uh, oh my he god. He did Sheldon Cowboy. Oh, I read that. And speaking of silent comics, yeah, Sheldon oh, Cowboy's yeah. one zombie fight, yeah. for the entire book. Yeah. I couldn't just believe working this. through so all of them. Oh. What's his name? Oh, Two God. chainsaws on the edge of a I'm really, no yeah, I'm, bl- I'm blanking yeah, yeah. right now. But he, uh, he did a, um, a Judge Dread book where uh, one of the pages, was, like, was just this giant like spread of like this two-page spread of just like this city, mm-hmm. and just. Looking through all the details in the city, just that that was my favorite thing. Like mm. when when artists do that, when it's like these little details everywhere, and it's like, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. What was your pick? Mine. Um, yeah. You, oh wait, I skipped over Aristotle. Yeah. Aristotle, what was your pick? Hold on, I'm quickly googling. Google. Uh, Jeff Darrow. Yes, Jeff Darrow. Jeff Darrow. Jeff Darrow. Um, my number one pick. Was astonishing Ant Man. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm a fan of the Ant Man. Is that number one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where has Ant Man been in in uh, uh, Instagram? What? Did you lose Ant Man? Oh, oh, that. For, yeah, for a while I was doing uh, this little toy Ant Man on just on wherever. Nice. Uh, yeah. And I had so much fun with him. And I still, he's just at home. I Dude, just, bring I kinda, that back, I just kind of gave yeah, up on him. No, bring that back. He's got, he's got, I like the Ant-Man adventures. He's got BB-8 now. Yeah, I have BB-8. Now. You should Boom. put them together. Synergy. You could. You could. You should, Star Disney Wars Infinity versus thing. Marvel versus Doctor Game of Seuss. Thrones versus Doctor Seuss. Yes. <laughs> versus Predator. But <laughs> Clone Saga. Yes. <laughs> 
But on the cover, wasps wasp is on it too. Uh, right? That's fever uh, wa- name. It's not wasp, beetle. but it's a uh, beetle. Yeah. Beetle. Oh. Uh, and none of oh, she was in. Uh, the, oh, what was it? She, what none was of them that? Were in it, really. The last book she was in was that um, Superior Sup- Foes of Spider Man, which yeah. was fantastic. It was one of my favorite things to read. It was so funny. But uh, this issue just kind of picks up where the series left off before Secret Wars. Uh, <laughs> they they, before they killed play, them off. Did he play much of a Oh, did he? Was that what happened in Secret Wars? Not yeah. in Secret well, Wars, but at the end of the last issue, their universe ended. Yeah. Okay. The and also, that, d- because we're here to get into this, how did his daughter come back from the dead? Oh, yeah. Oh. She just pop up? Because I got invested in that with the Young Avengers thing. Yeah, yeah if she's stature. I don't remember. Cool. That's okay. No, she's back. <laughs> right. A guy yeah. has his daughter back. Just, what, yeah. are we, what are we <laughs> Let's just celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. The other day Ooh. we were talking. Uh, I was talking with Dave Baker, and he, well, we Future were wondering what. Yeah, we were wondering what happened to uh, Juggernaut. I I've been asking that for forever. Where are the crimson Colossus, bands of Ciderac? Because yeah, because Colossus was Juggernaut for a while. <laughs> yeah, and then he stopped. Yeah, and then nobody was Juggernaut. Yeah, <laughs> there just is no room for a Juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. Um, we I Wikipedia'd <laughs> it later, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's." Where's that on the soundboard? Mm. Wasn't there know, something yeah, to do with the jewel? And that yeah. was the last. The crim- yeah, the, yeah. What? The crimson bands of Ciderac. I just want to say that out loud again. Supposedly, the things that give him his power. Yeah, well, it's it's this crystal that gives him his power. This, okay. this jewel, and the the jewel um, is brought to Earth by by the uh, I can't pronounce it. What was it again? Ciderac. I, Ciderac. I think it's pronounced. We're going to go with that. We're going to go with Ciderac. I thought it was Cataracts. Darkseed Cataracts. for the longest time. No, no. So it's this, so it's, it's this god of like death and destruction. And uh, uh, at some point, Cain Marco is like reformed and like, he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm just a peaceful guy now. It's mm. cool. And he one day gets this feeling and it's this jewel calling to him. And it's not just calling to him. It's calling to whoever's worthy of, of its power, which is him, Colossus, and... A bunch of other people, and uh, so on their journey, on his journey to go retrieve the jewel, um, he runs into Colossus, who thinks he's trying to get it for himself, so he mm-hmm. can become Juggernaut again. And that isn't the case. What the case is that they're trying, he's trying to destroy the jewel. So is Colossus. So they're like, oh, let's team up, mm-hmm. and they do. They end up teaming up to try to destroy this jewel, and before they can get there, the living monolith gets it. So this is giant living monolith slash uh, jewel, uh, living monolith slash juggernaut creature. And so Cain Marco pleads to the god um, that if he empowers him enough to to almost defeat the god himself, mm-hmm. that he will be the most powerful, uh, uh, I guess, apprentice that he's had. Um and he'll be able to spread death and destruction all over in, in order to try to control it himself. Uh, and so he strips it from the living monolith and gives it to Cain Marco. And Cain Marco then loses his shit and tries to kill the X-Men. So I, I asked Comics this question I and I had it explained to me <laughs> yeah. a little shorter than that, but with the same like, that sounds really cool. Yeah. And I was like, so then what happened afterwards? And I was like, eh. oh, yeah. And then so, okay. he drops off the face of the earth. So you just get no more... So okay, so him. as there he's fighting the X Men, he concentrates most of his fury on Cyclops because he also doesn't need like the helmet and stuff anymore. He's mm. just fucking 
Um, he's trying to kill Cyclops because he blames Cyclops for Xavier's death. And he felt that Xavier was the only one who understood him and actually ever believed in him as a person. And so they're having this this giant battle and he falls into this like pool of sorts and like is trapped there. Ah, that's the history of Juggernaut. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what Juggernaut is. Right? He's also, I have a question if we're going to talk Secret Wars. Um, did we ever... did Finish did, the series? Did, did, no. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, that wasn't what the question was. Um, Wolverine. What happened with... He's gone. With he's in, old now. With encased old Wolverine. They, Ad, adamantium encased dead. Wolverine. I think we're going to end up with just old man Logan. And then uh, X-23 is the acting Wolverine. Costume and all, mm-hmm. but yellow. Where, yeah. But yeah. where? Where is this like Excalibur? Cocoon. They sent him in space. I don't know. I, we we don't know what he's a device at, at this Wars. point. You know what yeah. I mean? He's yeah. not a character anymore. He's a device, and it's like he's like Han Solo. He's, he's frozen in carbon. Well, yeah, I like when characters go legacy, like Dick Grayson taking over for Batman. Yeah, because like that, that's always that was, a cool. That's and cool. Story, that was one of so. my favorite Batman runs. Yeah, he was just having fun with it, and oh. him and having uh, what's his name is his Robin. Damien. Damien. It was just it was so great. good. I love Damien. I love Jason Todd's costume in that, and Jason Todd trying to be his own Batman in that mm. series, and, and having that pig face girl. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> Professor Pig, and then there's the, the doll, doll face. Person. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Um, but he kept her with him for a while, and then he yeah. released her at the end of the series. What series just, is that one? That was the Grant Morrison, uh, Frank Quitely run of Bell Batman and Robin. Cow. Yeah, I'll be back for the Grant Morrison Batman episode. Like, that's I'm all over <laughs> so, that. Yeah. Oh, so good. What? So, so did we conclude anything about oh, Ant Man? Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we went on this tangent about Juggernaut and shit. Pretty much. Yeah. Picked up. He's got a security company. Mm-hmm. He's trying to land a big deal, but sure enough, some super. Oh shit! I forget what he's called. He's called like the super broker. Something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> that uh, makes, yeah, that's that's a guy. Uh, creates an app called Hench, and it's for villains. To send like like henchman Uber, yeah, like henchman Uber, Ooh. but it's more like um, That's genius. It's, That's that is genius. It's like where is your hero, like or where are you? We're gonna find the nearest villain that's the best match to take out your hero. Wow! Whoa. So it's on at it's so it's it's so like, it's like okay, oh Tinder, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it kind of almost is Tinder for villains, really. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, Bumble is Tinder for heroes. But he's he's showing this <laughs> app to Darren Cross. This is, this is Savage Love, right? We're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go to the seven dating apps. That have my phone. Uh, do you feel like it ties into the movie oh. vision at no. all? It's just straight nope. comics. Yeah. Okay. No. Cool. Okay. Jeanette. So I don't have a number one, but I have mm. two great ongoings. Mm. Tell us about one of those. So one of them that I have is The Beauty, number three. It's uh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. So in the very beginning, I think this issue is mostly, like, building up the villain. Because um, we've only been seeing, like, the anti-beauties and the beauties, like, blowing up mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, this one is very explicit. You see, like, full frontal women and full frontal men, which is kind of cool. Is um, this the the one where beauty's a disease or something? It's a, or it kills yeah, it's an STD and it makes you gorgeous. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. And so basically, there's these two FBI agents that are on the FBI um, task force, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had just figured out that it has been like a government cover up mm-hmm. that they've known that 
people with the virus end up with their head being exploded. Yeah. Um, so, and one of them who just contracted the virus as well tried to go, like, on his publicity, like, stunt, like, try and tell the world, like, this is, like, corrupt. Mm. People have known about this. And so they put a hit on both of Foster and Vaughn, and they end up getting saved by this guy, Lundy, who was actually one of the creators of the virus. And um, they've gone underground, and he found a cure, and he's telling them, like, everything that happened. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool. And then at the very end, you see, like, the villain getting ready to kill, which is really, really exciting because he has, like, this cool sugar skull, like, mask, and then just, like, a huge track force of, like killers has who, there ever been like a dia de los muertos villain that's i'm amazed i haven't seen i don't that, know so. that's not such that a cool I know aesthetic of, yeah to, uh especially with one with so many knives yeah. and there was like these two assassins that were i, I want to say one of them was dia de los muertos-esque in uh one of the the gerard way comics what was it called well i mean there's uh, only been a umbrella academy one umbrella of the umbrella academy. academies like there's been two books of that yeah oh Glorious. Which is come? They're coming up with the next one nice. next year, yeah. right? Number three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking working on that. The ads forever. for know, Spectre, right? the new James Bond. I know he's. I know it's not supposed to be one of those masks, but it kind of feels like it. It kind of looks the like a skeleton it, yeah. mask. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. And the, the top hat. The, I, that's the first thing I see. But that poster but, looks. But it's so, got to be real yeah. sugar to really be <laughs> <laughs> licking out the mouth. That, Gross. <laughs> Every time I see that poster, that looks it so be like too great if you start sweating. Oh my god. Yeah, it looks very. I don't know, like like design wise, it doesn't look. Like well, this. I also think about like, is that Christoph Waltz under there? I have to imagine it is. He's yeah, the they're villain. teasing him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this so. one was really cool because they set up the villain, and it's getting really, really good. And I'm really excited about this story. But what's another reason why it's cool, Jeanette? <laughs> Thank you Do so tell. much for bringing that up, Derek. Oh my. I'm in the motherfucking Sound effect missing. I have no celebration sounds. That's messed up. Wow. Oh, That's her whole outlook. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also you're at the top and the bottom of the page, too. Most people are in one place on a page. <laughs> you are um <laughs> Jeanette, for people who have the issue, can you lead them to there So you go. if you go all the way too back? Long, too late, yes. It's the it's the whole two pages of everyone's memes, and I so happen to be one of them. Which oh, they're memes too. They're memes. So uh, in the very beginning, when they were releasing the number one, they had a meme contest. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you take a picture of yourself or whatever, and put beauty free hashtag it and put it on any social media, we'll put you in one of our comics. Nice. So I did it. That's so smart. And I got chosen. Awesome. And like, who doesn't want to be in comic books? So like. I'm sure. And you are on during this collage. You're on the right page. Oh, I'm on close to the spine. Second picture. Yes, definitely. Yes, yes. Next to a black and white picture. If you take a picture of that and make a meme out of it, it will go in the next three issues. Right? I assume it's exponential. Yeah. Well, I also like won one of their contests. Mm. So I also got like a number one signed by them, a condom, which was really awesome. Just one? Just one, right? Like, I'm trying to have a good time. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And then um, a a hashtag beauty free. Some people have early mornings, man. (laughs) Yeah, true. true, When I was moving out of my (laughs) Chicago apartment, the landlady who was 80 years old said, 
Uh, I have no idea why I feel compelled to give you these, but I have no use for them. It was an envelope filled with condoms that she was given at the, like... Um, Wait, letter size or Manila? Uh, no, it was letter size. It was okay. letter size. Right. But it was packed. Like, she didn't seal it. Uh, it was like brims. It was like spilling out. And she's like, they give these... I, I forget what, what she said, but they're like weekly meetings of like um, elderly adjustment yeah. of like how to like adjust to this day and age. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to encourage this like this social, socialization. Yeah. And, and sex was something that rather than being like, well, don't talk about the hero. It's like, yeah, go out and do it, but yeah. be safe about it. Mm-hmm. And and she was just like, let's be realistic. I'm not. That's not going to happen. So here's. I know that's what I felt like. I was like, this lady ah. sounds really awesome. No, but she was, and yeah. she was like, I know you have a girlfriend, so just take these. <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be really awkward because there was a whole nother unit that lived between <laughs> us. It was Chicago, so I was well, on the second level. We're gonna leave the whole nother unit thing just on the table. Right yeah. Now. yeah. yeah. That? Great. Okay, we're yeah. moving on. Yeah. Damn it. Yep, yep, yep. No, it's okay. It's more no, about the things I want to continue. It's this. the dick joke you don't tell <laughs> that true define you Good as a point. Make me an artist <laughs> other people make me brilliant <laughs> um, <laughs> what didn't even mean for that one you I loved it though um so yeah oh hats off khaki thank you um um, Speaking of uh, steaming okay. it up and being yeah. a man, yes. Go ahead. Uh, my issue was uh, the steam man um, number one from Dark Horse, which I gotta say, like I keep going to Dark Horse with the number ones. Usually they're I do great. Image, but they're like they're coming out with these just gems. Yes, they are. Um, and the steam man is pretty much uh, what it, the the cover kind of uh, shows, which is basically inserting. A um, giant steam man, uh, like a Megazord, uh, a steampunk Megazord, into essentially uh, a War of the Worlds story. So the um, the aliens um, that we, uh, the ships that we associate with, I love that the War steam of the Worlds. Robot has a top hat. He does. Yeah. He has and a top hat. And his awesome. goggles. It's a Pacific yeah. Rim yeah. thing. That, this yeah, is it's basically... To, that's yeah. why it's I was like, Pacific this Rim. is right up uh, Aristotle's alley because this is essentially kaiju. I'm surprised um, just, I missed it. Just, steampunk. Uh, yeah, just steampunk and uh, well, aliens. Well, no kaiju. This is giant robots. Um, just giant... Yeah, well, giant robots and the aliens that are... Are, are they know, also robots? Essentially. No, uh, no well... they're aliens. They've got the War of the Worlds that, but in, on the inside, it's like... There's an alien in control of that. Mm. So it's it's giant robots versus Little like Pluto alien. National. And the yeah, art is I love, amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say that it reminds me of Francisco Francavilla's art. Yeah, oh the, the color God, palettes. Yes. Yeah, the, he should have done the variant um, cover for this. The creative team is uh, <laughs> Joe R. Lansdale is on story. Um, Mark Allen Miller is on script, and then Piotr Kowalski, uh, someone who yep. worked on this book. Mark Miller. Day. Mark Miller's awesome. He's a cool dude. What? Yeah. He's very chill. He's been in here because he works on Next Testament. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we interviewed him uh, for one of our live casts. He was super chill. Talked about um, when uh, they were putting together the director's cut for Nightbreed with, uh, with Clive Barker. Because and Andrew he's the Furtado. Assistant. Yep. Nightbreed's fantastic. And uh, yeah. And it was uh, awesome. Um, and actually, Mark is the um, model for uh, Wick. Who is the uh, character in Next Testament? If you haven't read that from Boom Studios, he's basically this like just. Um, That's another Clive Barker property, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, he's basically this like 
I don't want to say white as in white race, like white as in pale with like rainbow features all over him, like paint spattered all over him because, because Mark was, uh, uh, like a part of like a, a art installation where he was covered in paint. And then, so Clive to model Clive. Yeah. Clive saw that. And I was like, you're going to be the next character in it. So that's, that's, um, one of other, uh, marks, but this is, uh, uh, Steaman is set in 1899 and basically, they're going through um, this wilderness that you're like, I have no idea. What is this earth? What is this? Um, but everything's a frozen tundra. And you see other planets um, in the distance. And, and you're like, I'm not sure what I'm looking at. Hmm. It is to be understood as earth. It's just when um, uh, when the aliens come to earth um, in like four years, they just like fuck up our ozone. <laughs> so, um so yeah, but together. but yeah, but um, basically, <laughs> inside <laughs> the Steam Man is a team of like, um, just like uh, prairie men, like mm. just guys from the prairie, um, Native American, um, the old like sort of Doc character, mm. um, and and they're basically talking about um, uh, this dark rider who's like really heavily meant to represent death because he just. Everywhere he goes, um, he's just feasting on the blood of of people who are running, who have survived the initial alien attack. Oh, um, really? And he's got like um, minions that come out, and basically they're they're calling him a vampire without saying vampire because he doesn't like sunlight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just a really awesome book. Uh, the artwork feels it's it's my aesthetic, which is. Um, I, I, I pulled 1872 because I just love that, mm-hmm. that like Western feel, but yeah. like applying it to comics. And so, um, like the wild, wild y- west movies. Yeah. 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 Or and, back to the future yeah. three. Yeah. Even though that's probably my least favorite. out yeah. of the trilogy, it's, it's like but, everyone's yeah. least favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, but yeah, so it's really, uh, it's and still. then with the HG Wells thrown in there, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and the steampunk, um, really awesome book. Um, Clive Barker actually called it a must read and it nice. says so on the cover. So. Nice. Yeah, so check it out. The Steam Man. Is there any new comics Steamy. that you've gone into? Yeah, I have I have two very specific picks that I'm actually more excited to talk about than my own book. Uh, <laughs> and they're both character based. The first one is uh the big secret amazing Marvel comic that no one's really talking about, which is Groot. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Lovness. As and, you like, sit in an I Am Groot shirt. Yes. yes. And actually, <laughs> I, I very specifically wore this shirt today. This is a shirt from uh, Busted Tees that I pitched to them a full year before Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yeah. And they immediately got a cease and desist from Marvel Comics. Oh, wow. So nice. that's like my one like shred of geek cred is that I caused a cease and desist from Marvel Comics. But nice. no, the... I can't series. imagine if you ever start writing for them going, like, I got a cease and desist from you. And they're like, you, you got to be more specific. We send, <laughs> right, yeah. we send a lot of those out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but the series itself is, like, fun, and it gets into the character of Groot that you might know from the movies. And yeah. it, it uh, is also that fun mix of, like, wacky and, like, legitimately fulfilling to your heart. Like, there's uh, there's one page on a recent issue where Groot says, I am Groot, and the letters basically make an argument for why, like, there's pictures inside them that make an argument for why the Marvel Universe is special. Mm. Oh. So, like, it's, like, 
Reed and Sue playing with the kids, and you know, it's uh, like all these excellent moments. Uh, the thing f- with Alicia Masters, and like, it's so so gorgeous, and I love it so much. So there's Groot, which you should absolutely pick up, and is going to be a dynamite trade. Like I think in the mix of all the summer blocks series, and oh, stuff. Is it, like, is it still continuing? Yeah, it's, it's it's like on its like fourth or fifth issue. Or yeah, I, I know it's, it's limited. Yeah, I know it yeah. won't come to It hasn't end. been collected yet, but it's uh, close. Yeah. But yeah. that's going to be the best Christmas present because I think, yeah, amidst all the summer blockbuster Secret Wars stuff, it kind of got lost in the mix in yeah. a kind of a weird it was, way. Well, it was fun because they had like all of Guardians books out. It was like <laughs> yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, like Guardians of the Galaxy's team up, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Drax's cousin. Yeah, Drax. <laughs> Drax's summer vacation fun day. Like yeah. you've been, you've been reading Secret Wars, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, this. Yeah. I. I. Well, now I feel like we're gonna. Have are the you? Same. Are you walking me right to it? Yeah. Yeah. That moment where they uh, are getting stuck with the time gem, mm. and then they go to the future, and I think he's talking to. Um, oh yeah. The, so they're they're. They go way, way into the future, and Captain America, Hawkeye, someone is talking mm-hmm. to Franklin Richards on this like sort of oh, floating yeah, platform, the, the, yeah, with a giant tree, and then everyone leaves, and Franklin Richards turns to the tree and it goes, "I am Groot." Yeah, was so essentially, told... you know, like thousands and thousands of years uh, ahead of time, it's Franklin Richards and Groot are the only ones who survive, which is fine by me. <laughs> Franklin, those are the best. Made me so it's happy. Franklin, yeah. If you don't know a whole lot of like Frank, Franklin Richards, he's like. The smartest person in the world, and the more most powerful, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the first family brings me to my other pick, which is not a specific uh, series. It's just the thing. I love the thing <laughs> so much, and it's a really exciting time to be a fan of the thing because he just broke himself out of being essentially like the Great Wall of China mm-hmm. or the Wall in Game of Thrones, and he's yeah. on his way to kill God. So that's what's happening. Kill in Se- a god? Kill god. Kill Doom, who is in oh, charge god of the, the battle world. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so it, like, it's this great call to action where Thanos reminds him who he is. And it's just, it's a gorgeous scene that plays out in both Secret Wars and Siege. And now he's also in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, which, yes, yes, the number one with Kitty, yeah. Kitty Pride. Yeah, and I, I love the thing essentially because he's, uh, like me, Jewish and hates his body. <laughs> like he has, <laughs> he has serious issues. He's like very sensitive. And <laughs> the way I feel about him being in the Guardians of the Galaxy is the way my mom feels when I get a job. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, this young man is making good use of himself. Like I'm, I'm so very proud. Um, I've I've written thing fan fiction for Heave magazine yes. and interviewed Matt Fraction, who decided to nod to his Judaism, and that was very very important to me. Yeah, and also a big deal that it be acknowledged in the new movie, which is not going to talk about. So <laughs> well, but there's a mezuzah and there's a menorah, and that just made my day. Here's and it's funny because uh, when I went to go see the the new movie, that was the the first thing I like, when I came out of the theater, I was like, that was terrible, but. I really like the actor who played the thing, and the, yeah. their depiction of Ben Grimm in this version was probably the closest to what Ben, how Ben Grimm probably really is. Well, they in the comics, yeah, like because he's a very sad person, but they do something in the movie. He that is, was but he's the, very like self, like he's there for Reed all the time. Yeah, he's the yeah. best friend of yeah. the biggest hero. Yeah. Like that's that's what's amazing to me. But they, they do the same shitty thing they do in the X Men movies, where they ask Wolverine about its claws. They're like, does it hurt? Oh, yeah. Every time. And then in the Fantastic yeah. Four movie, it's, does it hurt? You get used to it. <laughs> Which, like, he's he's supposed to be the guy who's, yeah. like, happy to be out and just, like, clobbering, yeah. essentially. Because it's clobbering time. It's always clobbering right? time. When is it not clobbering time? <laughs> 
But the half-fast clobbering, quarter-tail clobbering. Yes. In that no, in that movie, just the, his relationship with Reed was like the the most bearable part of that movie. Was oh, like, definitely. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, can't we just have a movie where it's like them two, like being buddies? Well, not so much being buddies, but just dealing with like their different statuses in life and how like he's on his way to become like this genius Scientist. billionaire and Ben still has nothing to offer him but like love and protection yeah. and loyalty. Yeah. But also like I think it's it's going to be okay that that movie was garbage because we have a good Fantastic 4 movie coming out. It's just called Incredibles 2. <laughs> Cuz that's everything that that yeah. the Fantastic yeah. 4 it's that's, family, yeah. it's hope, it's fun science, it's weird island. Did you have you heard of the the Corman Fantastic Four movie? I I know about it. Okay. I have not seen it. Like it's a weird thing of masochism to see my favorite characters and to see the thing on billboards and just know that it was yeah. going to be a piece of yeah. shit. But he's he's Jewish, so I'm happy. That's, <laughs> I'm a simple man. Like my thing's Jewish and my yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. And the end of list. That's, that's that's what his Tinder profile says. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this book's on my Tinder profile, by the way. Oh, is it really? Yeah, lest you think I'm ignoring any avenues of yes. promotion. Yeah. That's what's up. Awesome. The second swipe, swipe right. <laughs> Even if you don't swipe me, just read my book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put that in a Tinder moment. I was like, ah, great. you don't have to date me. Just buy this fucking book. <laughs> and if any Here's list- the link in my bio. Right. And I have an open offer for any listeners to this podcast. Uh, if they don't want to buy my book, I am accepting apologies. <laughs> so if you want to reach out to me, I'll forgive you because it's tough times. And, you know, like you might not have room for a new, an excellent novelty book in your yeah. life that contains all my feelings uh, about mortality <laughs> and death and has more of my soul than any other <laughs> book I've written because it's the only one. Yeah. 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 So far. Most that's, of that. That's the most pleasant guilt that I've ever had put on me. <laughs> I know, right? I think I'll buy this now. I would. Lo- I would love it if someone reached out to me and said, "I'm sorry, I'm not buying your book." I would love, yeah, just to give them that forgiveness. Have you had that? I'm like, well, what if they did like, that and they're like, "I just have so many medical bills." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're like, then <laughs> take, then take well, then, then so I'll come meta. read it to them. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll also read you the book if you hit me up on yeah. Twitter at BizMichael. Oh. Can I like Skype you should, and you yeah, read it well, to me? I'm considering <laughs> doing like Periscope readings, but I also want to start that personally because I am going to be at Kamikaze at the end of next week. I'm also at IE Zine Fest uh, representing the Devastator for any Redlands people. I, I just thought of the worst idea. I was like, we should go to hospitals and read this to children. <laughs> they, I, the Devastator people showed me they cooked up some excellent promo art where it's photoshopped into old people reading it to kids. Yes. So it's like that eastbound and down thing where you yeah. know yeah. he's not swearing yeah. at the kids, yeah. so like everyone's safe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's great. Yes. How about you, Eddie? Do you oh. have another book? I do. And in honor of Back to the Future Day, it's Back to the Future number one. Yay. 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 Welcome to the future. What is now the past? Uh, this this book is really interesting. It 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 kind of goes into the a bit of their background and and also into an alternate history. Weird. Yeah. Which um, are you saying alternate history that we saw in the films or alternate? Yeah, from the films. Yeah. From, from the films. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, was it like something that they did different to make the alternate world or? Yeah, well, kind of, kind of in the way that like they, how Biff fucks with them that one time, and and in, in with the in, the sports, yeah, and two, and and then the they, app, and yeah. then so Biff, the, like dystope, not so much dystope. Okay. It's it's setting. It's I mean, it's I'm trying to figure out what it's setting up, but it's it's clearly like an alternate timeline where where 
Marty and Doc aren't like on the best of terms. Oh, um, and it goes, finally it explain goes, why they're friends. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I and to this day, like, um, why are they no. friends? I, yeah. Well, also, what what I would like out of this book, if I if I had to pick a Back to the Future book, is just a full issue length explanation on why we don't have hverboards. Like yes. just a no. scientist that gets I, the screen. It was like listen, we're so come close on. now, though. With the, everyone was, wheeling uh, around without the I don't count that as close. No, yeah, Segway those are without handles. Yeah, it was gross. No, There's like those high no, schoolers going to Seven Eleven with fine them stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, my, what we're on doing? them right now. I don't know why we're not. My, talking about oh, no. <laughs> my favorite one is uh, is the one with one wheel. Yeah, because I love seeing people on the one wheel one and just thinking. I was like, you look like Gizmo Duck. But everyone was, on the one wheel ones look like Gizmo Duck. Yeah, I was watching as well as everyone else was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future Two, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Why? The hoverboard is cool, mm-hmm. but it's literally a child's toy. We should, you know, right? Be a, we should aspire for something a little bit." more. I think no. that they were just they were treating it like this is such a downplayed advancement. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I read today the the woman in Biff's gang or mm-hmm. Griff's gang. Uh, in that future time, uh, when remember when they fly into the courthouse? Yeah, mm-hmm. she actually got really hurt filming that scene. It was put in the ho- she was put in the hospital what? because oh, she was yeah. like was this ready stuff. For a fun tidbit, Eric. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like now, she, now she's like an astrophysicist. <laughs> no, but it's, it's it was this whole story it's because there's this book coming out on the mm-hmm. making of the movie, and mm-hmm. it was like she she knew. Something was gonna go wrong. She didn't feel right about it. She tried talking to everybody, and everyone was like, "Shut up! Just do oh. the stunt." <laughs> and oh, shut her, sure enough, shut she up. got Just put in the hospital. Jesus. Damn. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was like, "That is fucked up," and that's the that's the shot in the movie. Yeah, they have. There was a slow gif, and you can see her falling in the back. <gasps> oh man! Yeah. Really? And when she she oh, runs Lord. into the pillar, that was like a real. Injury Her, that she oh, took that it's in the movie, and I was like, Oh my god, I <laughs> you can't be for this type of realism, yeah. It's awesome, sounds like a bad day. And awesome, two and people died because and... of the CGI shark that came out, <laughs> <laughs> just got eaten from heart attacks. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're back to Vore, right? Are we all... yeah. <laughs> they weren't on the teams. shark swallows you, right? And then you ejaculated the shark. And then turn into poop. Go on, say what, what if we all from just bed. left after Andy <laughs> said it? What if we all just put headphones down? Well, down. Yeah. Did you just did you just turn my headphones down? No, I turned mine down. Mm. Did I turn? No, this is mine. This party's over. Oh, Not man. yet. No, <laughs> you are. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> just go on. Aristotle, go. Uh, are you done with Back to the Future? Yeah, that's good. I feel like we're I'm all very done with Back, <laughs> back <laughs> to the Future. I, that's, and that's why I only said two to three sentences on it. It was good. just like Back to the Future. It's, if you like Back to the Future, pick it up. If you don't like Back to the Future, whatever. It's done with. We're <laughs> yeah. we're, we're all past it now. I ah. kind of. Because the Cubs didn't win. No. Damn it. Four and done. I'm still grieving. That's fine. It's Chicago. I was like in USC, Chicago. just like in the like campus, like Lorenzo, whatever, just like getting food for someone, and I just watched them lose. I feel like this so is hard. literally the worst place we could get to on a comics podcast in yeah. sports. Well, that's yeah. no, not to... very true. No, he's... <laughs> no, I'm, you're, I'm you're tying right. it into I'm... Back to the Future, but where's yes, my hoverboard? Anyway. Where's my Cubs win? Yes, oh, it yeah. works. Okay, yes. okay, okay. We don't need to say anything more. <laughs> We're done about the RBIs. <laughs> but that this whole situation reminds me of a tweet that Jonah just did that I fucking loved about the Star Wars trailer that mm-hmm. just came out recently. 
and he yeah, said, uh, putting a Star Wars trailer during a football game, it's like taking a nerd's comic book and throwing it in the girls' locker room and saying, go get it. Oh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Fucking That's the best way. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but speaking of comic books. Yes. I read Giant Days. Uh, if you don't remember, Giant Days is this really great book about these three friends in college. And I... Friends in college. Not Yay. 100% sure where it takes Total place because I was pretty sure it was in Canada. But now it seems to maybe not be in Canada. Uh, great. I'm, I'm just, sold. I'm just going to assume it's in Canada. But it's... Uh, Vaguely anywhere else, not Canada. <laughs> yes. But they... This is them coming back from what I think is winter vacation. And then one of... <laughs> The girls. Did you read it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's been a while since six came out. This is number seven, All right. and so I'm pretty sure that was the last thing that happened. And okay. uh, one of them didn't study for their tests that oh. they're about to take, and so she's freaking out. And we've all been there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I studied for every test, every single one. Just a goddamn. Especially algebra. Honor student. Go on. Go on. Sorry. Go on. And it's great. It's a really funny book that I love that is just... Uh, slice of Life. It's Slice of Life, and but a, some other weird shit that happens sometimes, but it's still <laughs> like, yeah. It's not you like... You were giving the most vague review on this book. <laughs> because the weird shit like, happens sometimes. Like she didn't study for a test, I think. Also, they're back from winter break, maybe. I gotta leave some mystery for the people that buy it. We know it's not... In Canada, that much it's we know. It's definitely not but in the U.S. thought it was in Canada. <laughs> Pretty sure uh, it's in Canada. <laughs> I gotta leave some mystery for them to go find out. Okay. Just go read it. That's out true. Go pick it Jesus. up. Number Gi- seven. Giant Days number, number seven. seven. Pick, pick it up. Pick that. Yes. Ju- yes, please. It's it's good apparently. It is. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Jeanette. Um. Okay. So my other one is number five of Black Canary. <sighs> God. Damn it, I love this girl. Um, so the art in the inside is again done by Pia Guerrera. Pia Guerrera. Pia Guerrera. So it's kind of really fun watching it done by someone else. Um, but basically, in the beginning of this, you see um, the band becoming more like a family and trusting each other. And then they go camping and you see the red ninja again and he she actually takes i think a little bit of black canary's blood mm-hmm. and you don't know why yet um wait just real quick black canary is sort of tied to batman right or he's in that um or she's a titan or something she's more i would say to green arrow oh okay uh at one point they were married mm-hmm. yep yeah um but in this one, she talks about her ex-boyfriend, or she, her ex-husband is in it, Kirk. Mm-hmm. Which Langstrom? Yes. Really? Yeah, right? Man bad. Yeah. Yes. Shit. But anyway, so you see the, the, re- the white ninja, like, take uh, blood from her and then put, um, like, a screen... What is it? The smoke screen? smoke screen on her, but she goes after her and then notices the way that she's like running is like familiar, um, but you don't know why. And then it cuts to like they're signing in a record store, and um, which happens to be in the hometown of the original band, which has Bo Malva. 
Malva. Um, and so that's a kind of toast, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the original singer that ends up being like one of the villains. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, toast. Also toast. <laughs> toast. <laughs> but anyways, so while they're doing the signing, um, there's these three bands that basically um, call Black Canary out. And three bands. Three bands um, that call her out and ask, or call them out and ask for a battle of the band at their show tonight. And so basically, they end up having to do it because of all the like damage that they've caused the promoter at other venues because they're notorious for being like a rowdy band and <laughs> you know canary scream forever. Um, right. <laughs> so basically. Um, while during sound check, they find out that there's a fifth band in this and that they had refused the sound um, check. Cut to the band playing, and it's Malv. Fuck, how do you say your damn name? <laughs> Malvi? Darkseed. Whatever. So basically, the band is Shit. like, boom, and she ends up having the fucking canary cry too and knocks Black Canary off her damn feet. Ooh. And that's the end. And you're like, what the fuck? Nice. We are bad but, with names. So late on that, I forgot. Oh, it was I a little late. That that's retroactive okay. for the rest of the. Yes. Well, All my life. Maurice Sendak. I'm still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry. Fuck. Um, yes, but this was a really good one. I know I was like really shitty at explaining it, but it's so good. You just have to pick it up. You at least stumbled through. Aristotle's lukewarm. Well, that's because <laughs> that's I, very, you know, I, 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 I right. spell it out. Um, I don't know how much better I'm going to be, but I will talk about... <laughs> I'm sure you'll be like a hundred um, times better. Martian Manhunter. So when no. last... when what? I thought you were going to do Payback. Uh, I talked about Paybacks uh, when it was a number one. Okay. I, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to talk about uh, Martian Manhunter. Okay. Paybacks came out. It's great. I still love um, the parody and the play on pretty much everything. Um, and uh, I will read what Mark Wade said about paybacks, um, which is every page is a gem because I love Mark Wade. <laughs> um, so that's a good endorsement for the paybacks. But uh, the reason I feel like talking about Martian Manhunter is because this book is so significantly better than what I feel like Martian Manhunter's like dealt with for like so long. He was always a cool character, he's but like he was the least known member of the Justice League. I yeah, don't know yeah, yeah he's him. always just been a support piece. Right. You know what I mean? He's never had really his time in the sun and I feel like he's finally been given some uh uh time in the light uh thanks to Rob Williams the um writer not to be confused with the late and the great Rob Williams uh who will forever hold my heart. Um uh, but yet, it's been um, a really awesome book. The reason why I love it so much is because they're they're getting they've actually deconstructed him mm-hmm. down into several pieces of consciousness that all have different human forms Whoa. that all wake up and kind of realize that they're a part of Mas- Mar- Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And um, the way that this is explained in the book now, because at, at first you thought it was just four. Now it's just, I, I think it's more at this point, but it's basically, um, he knows that he has a disconnect with humans mm-hmm. and 
I I don't I don't know. It's still very veiled, uh, but uh, I I don't know that this was voluntary. It might have been, but he's turned it into um, his consciousness is split up, and so now he's experiencing um, humanity through several several different uh, viewpoints. Cool to to understand them because he knows he's an alien mm-hmm. and he and he wants to be able to relate to humans and so um he is several different races several different um well i was going to say genders but um he's different genders he's mm-hmm. um he's it's all about different human experiences and it's just very fun and it's very light um there is a character called Mr. Biscuits which is a living entity uh, is like basically his Martian side, but is like playful Martian side, um, and and this is how he's drawn. He's just this very like almost like a floating biscuit. Uh, no, like a like a toad. Protoplasm. Yeah, like a toad like um, suit wearing um, gloved uh, individual that um, has an affinity towards uh, biscuits, or as the British call them. Uh, 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 British call cookies, uh, basically, um, and uh, he gives a bag of biscuits over to who's gonna basically be Miss Martian um, in the New Fifty Two, um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's doing so much for Martian Manhunter Whoa. than making him yeah, uh, and then the villain, the White Martians, have all like fused into one giant just like mouth beast like a six mouthed beast um oh and they're all vulnerable to fire that's the only thing i've ever learned yeah um and um he loves oreos a lot of the yeah and yep yep he's um and that was one of the things that i remember that came out of uh final crisis Mm -hmm. martian manhunter gets killed um pretty early and there was like a side story where batman leaves an oreo (laughs) on the grave on the Aww. on the on the open or on the casket of Martian Manor's body, so I that's one of those things that sticks with me because it's Batman. Like, why would he? Why yeah. would he do that? So, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and then in the advertisements for um, uh, all the DC this week, uh, we get this is not a Superman comic. This is a Clark Kent, like you've never seen him before. Superman, uh, American Alien, and it's basically a mugshot. Of Clark Kent. Oh, is it the Max Landis? Yeah, it's book? a Max Landis. Oh, yep, what? with uh, several different artists uh, working on it, um, and it's weird because Superman looks like Ryan Gosling, uh, bleeding and crying, mm. holding uh, uh, his mugshot card. Um, so yeah, that that was one of the advertisements. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what that could be. Um, so yeah, that was it. Very cool. cool. Yep. Uh, you. One thing that that I always think of is uh, in the comics that the heroes and villains in a room like die. They always die and come back all the time. Mm-hmm. You ever think of the shitty things that they say like about each other, like when they're dead, and they're like, "Well, fuck that guy anyway." Like he owed me money anyways, and they they come back and they're like, "I think they know, <laughs> no man, they know better at this point." They were talking a lot of shit at the yeah, Superman the first, funeral, yeah, and then they've like, learned their lesson. Fuck. Oh, now Cyborg Superman and Team yeah. Superman. And then exactly. When, yeah. And then when uh, uh, Blackest Night happened, and yeah. they all just kind of came back ah. and were reintroduced as White Lanterns, everyone was like, oh. well, yeah. nothing's precious anymore. Speaking of 
uh, Cyborg Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, or him before he becomes Cyborg Superman, is in the Supergirl TV show. Oh, wow. Yep. Yes, he I was yeah, watching yeah. it, and I was like, what? Which is kind of weird, because is he going to... I don't know. Does I don't it... think they'll make him Cyborg. Yeah. They'll... It, he'll, it's his consciousness will get put in someone else, like some yeah other evil robot. Oh, maybe robot. Brandon Routh will keep like a. Maybe he'll be Superman again. He, I liked him as Superman. Yeah. The Routh. The, the Routh. Routh. The Routh is, is on fire. No. I did read another book. Let's hear it. Nobody my, asked you in my weirdo corner. <laughs> yeah. Of weirdo books. Oh, Another one from Aristotle's the Weirdo Corner. Yeah. Nobody asked him about this shit. <laughs> it's from Retrofit Comics slash Big Planet, who I love. Every time they come out with something, mm-hmm. I'll just pick it up because I fucking love everything they put out. Yeah. Uh, this is The Everything? Unmentionables by Jack Teagle. Mm. Uh, I was kind of surprised. Uh, it's a wrestling comic. It starts off a wrestling match between uh, mm. Volturella and I think the lizard woman, uh, and it's uh, it's just a, it's a wrestling match, and then it's uh, supposed to be rigged, but Volturella is clearly trying to kick lizard woman's ass, and then you find out later she was trying to rob a bank, and oh. uh, then they like team together with the other heroes to become the unmentionables. Lovely. I, I have uh, one more indie pick too. If I'm yeah, is that okay? do it. Do uh, it. Kenny Keel's Rhyme Travelers. Rhyme Travelers, which is uh, sort of a futuristic, like hip hop infused, really fun book. And if you're at all into rap music and comics, of course you should be getting Hip Hop Family Tree. Yes, for the serious knowledge, for like <laughs> the Piscor. fun little references in it. It's just it's so complex and fun, and all these funky characters. And it's like two or three issues in and it already feels like a whole world. Who, do you know who's putting it out? Um, no, I know it's on the spinner rack over there. Like, what? it's definitely here and it's on Comixology too. And it was good enough that I have it digitally and I want to go back for the issues because mm. it's fun. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, one more book that I, I just want to throw oh, out there that you're going to agree with this. Uh, Vampires Will Never Hurt You by June. Don't June tell me how to, Don't tell me how to feel. Go, pronounce, pronounce your last name. June Vigants. I don't know. How to say was that. it you? That, that couldn't, or was it you? I call. I said. <laughs> I said Voorhees, and you're like Jason. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I threw out a uh, name. June, who uh, interns here, and is uh, awesome. That is awesome. awesome. Has uh, fantastic art. Put out a comic recently called uh, "Vampires Will Never Hurt You" after the uh, My Chemical Romance song. Mm. Yes, also titled "Vampires Will uh, Never Hurt You." It, I haven't read it yet, but I'm very excited because the art looks great, and it's a Halloween-y kind of book, and there's a quote on it the is. back by Francisco Franco Vigo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, God damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the best. That man. Damn um, that he, man. He could just draw like giant penises for the rest of like his career, and I'd be Maybe like, great. yep. Yeah. I'll buy that. Well, when um, he was doing the get me that art Bad episode posters, that was so fantastic, and I wanted to do that for every show and everything. Like... The first thing that I ever saw of his was Black Beetle, and then I was like, what else does this guy do? And well, then I saw too, all yeah. his art on the internet, and I was like, I need more of it. Yeah. Go back for Black Mirror. You've heard always... that, right? That, no, that was Jock. Jock? No, it's it's both. 
It's both Francovilla and Jock, and they sort of switch off in a really cool way where Francovilla gets the grant, gets the uh, Commissioner Gordon. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. stuff in the back with his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. There was a there was a couple issues he did too of like that Captain. There was like Captain America team up book where he was teaming up with a bunch of different people, and he did two issues with. Oh, like and Black Widow and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. That was really good. He did this, like these these covers for Red She Hulk when that series was ending, and it was like a connecting covers. Mm-hmm. And the entirety of it was like this, like road trip map of California. Cool, uh, so good. Oh wow. Um, are we? Is that it? it I think so. Is that it? I think this Jeanette uh, left Walked to go away. to to the restroom. I'm assuming she disappeared or do drugs. Yeah. Either Re- one. Real quick before we go, mm-hmm. what are you going as for Halloween? Um. I just jumped to the last cosplay I did, which was my first cosplay at a con, which was a uh, Reform Jewish Hawkeye Fraction Era, which is just mm. literally of the things in my house. Um, I have a friend, Sarah McHenry, that made me an authentic Hawkeye hat, and I have the um, purple sort of striped uh, T-shirt and like a little Jewish star and a yarmulke on top of the Hawkeye uh, hat. Now, is is the most low rent cosplay? Is, no bow, say, no fucking anything. Is this just you? You applying that? Like that, well, or is he a Jewish character? No, he's not. Okay, at I was going to say right. because I only just found out he's from Iowa, as right. defined uh, in Fractions Universe, which yeah. is my home state. Nice. So it was kind of like, yes, please reference to this as much as you can. Nice. And then, like the second day of the con, I was a uh, reformed Jewish Groot, which was essentially this shirt and a yarmulke. But then I started feeling bad that I was misrepresenting my ethnicity as just a very Jewish guy who was in a Groot and not Jewish Groot. Yeah, this gets into some complicated identity politics. Yeah. but I, t- I took the yarmulke off halfway through the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you were just a guy shame. in a yeah, Groot I was the guy shirt, wiped your who tears I am off. Now. Yeah. I'm doing okay. Is that so? That's what you're going as this year. Um, I'd, I'll have to. I actually, for reading my book, I was. I'm gonna go see if I can get extra, extra, extra large scrubs, so I can be the kid from If I Ran the Quarantine, so I can look no. like I'm in larger scrubs than myself. But it's gonna require a dark journey into medical supply stores <laughs> that I'm actually very prepared and qualified Is it a dark for. Journey? <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it's a uniform. Explain the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's facing mortality, and that's Got what it. we're dealing with. I destroy the universe in this book. There's no, yeah. there's no going back. No. Nope. So yeah, so you can face that and be brave. I've, I've came back from it though. No. Yeah. Uh, it might be a point of no return. Are you gonna, yeah. are you gonna mention for what's in that? No. The just covers. A, just a funny story of the first time I came across all the flesh elite. Yeah. Uh, it was at zine at the first zine melt uh-huh. that we held out in the back of the store, and uh, I, I got the dumbest I got the, expression on my face right now. I'm just excited to be talked about. I got that whole. Uh, Devastator sales pitch mm-hmm. of like these are our books, mm-hmm. and then they they told me about oh the flesh you will eat, and it's like why does this look so familiar? Not because it looks like Doctor Seuss, but mm-hmm. like this purple virus, the yellow beanie. Ooh. Why does Where's it look so Twitter? familiar? And yeah, and it wasn't until weeks later I was like ah, yeah. that's my Twitter page. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's what it been is. my Twitter logo for like two or three years because yeah. that's what it take from so it's like literally the longest reaching viral marketing so to speak <laughs> oh slam dunk oh shatter the backboard 
What do you got, Aristotle? What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> you need to eliminate hey, that really code. To unlock his phone code. He's just got to go through nine effects. levels of security on his phone to get to this to one just... sound. You're... Let's no, hear it. It's the best podcast uh, right now. Oh, wait. I think Eddie unplugged it. Eddie. Oh, it's all Eddie's hey, fault. I think you can go fuck Eddie. yourself. It's, it's, it's brilliant, whatever it would have been. And so how about that new trailer though, right? Yeah, that was great. You guys got your tickets? Got yes. your tickets? I haven't gotten them yet. We're having a, a screening, so I, I didn't even plan on getting tickets. Screening where? At the Kirkorian in Buena Park. So Are tickets still available for, for people for episode seven? Mm-hmm. Ah, Fat Collectibles is putting one on. Nice. So we rented a 463-seat theater. Which I'm going to, too. Yeah. Right. yeah. Jeanette will be the... Uh, what night are you doing that? I'm for that Thursday. Night. Thursday the 17th. <laughs> we'll have a panel right before. Uh, yes. We can talk about your book. Oh. Right. Yeah, I just thought of that. You can just shit. read it to us. I would love to. <laughs> yes. Crazy. Now, you might be asking yourself, so what that had to do with Star Wars? Mm. I'll be back. We've got a Make-A-Wish kit here today. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's me. Fun. Is there something you guys are telling me about? Is my Crohn's disease back? My dad it's back and stronger than ever. Ah. Jesus. I will finish what you started. <laughs> and that's how we tie it in. Yeah. No. We like to have nope. fun. No. Yes. Uh, that's it for this episode uh, of the show. Real quick, um, let's remind people of next week's episode. Yes, and why that's so special. Derek, would you like to... Elaborate. She's beatboxing. I will. So next week we're having our lunch. first book club meeting. Our first book club meeting. Ooh. And Lendy from History London from History of Batman. Ooh. Just do it. Just do it. Do yeah. it, Aristotle. Do it. I know. I'm like phone. waiting. I stopped so he could do it. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. So. No. Oh. Gross. Uh, so on. London will be on the show. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Your garbage. London will be on the show. And we are um, history of Batman. And we are going to be reading the Long Halloween. Yep, we're going to be uh, reviewing Long Halloween, uh, which you can still come get your copy and catch up with us. Uh, <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, uh, you, you can come things. get your copy here at Meltdown Comics, and if you make your own coupon, you'll get a ten percent off. Yes. Design design a really nice coupon. However you want. Send it to whoever's at the counter. Uh, and you get ten percent off your purchase of Long Halloween, which we have in the store. Yes. And it'll be fun and yeah. cool. Yeah. So You can tell you can tell your friends you're part of a book club. Yes. It'll make you feel like a social link. Cause you are. Or Lord Housewife. Either way. Alright guys. That has been it. Uh, this has been Eddie. Tonight. Aristotle. And Derek. I'm Mike Levine, and I've been fun. He has been fun. So much fun. Thank you. <laughs> 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 it's clobber time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, kids. Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events that happen every day. Hey.